Hello everyone, welcome to episode 6 of Realm and Ruin, a Warhammer podcast. I'm your host Matt, and of course joining me as always, like an old faithful paintbrush, it's Cameron. <laughs> How you doing mate? Hey, I, I resent that comparison, my oldest and most faithful paintbrush is nothing but a piece of wood at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. I just, but you know, I you're use, reliable. I, just, I use it for the. Ter- thank you. I use it for the terrain paints. <laughs> See, the, uh, the you the, got a use. The thick, sandy ones. Yeah, no, I dip myself in mud every day. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> There's an omission right on there. <laughs> awesome. Right, we've got a fairly big episode ahead of us. Um, so, mm. plan for this one is we'll crack on and start with our usual hobby stuff, talk about what we've been painting, buying, reading, and all sorts. Uh, Then we're going to get stuck into the news. Uh, That originally was going to be quite a small little bit, but obviously now, (laughs) as per this recording, this is, well, currently day two of Warhammer Fest, uh, as we're discussing this right now. Um, So we are going to cover the day one Warhammer Fest news, which there is a shed load of. Um, um, and then for the main lore topic, we are going to cover everyone's favourite Primarch, Fulgrim, of course, yeah. uh, which we're looking forward to yeah. doing. And mm-hmm. then at the end, we are not going to do a discussion topic just for this one episode. I know people are crying now as they hear that. Um, but <laughs> really, we, the reason being for this particular episode is, well, A, time because we've got a lot of news that we didn't anticipate (laughs) covering on this episode to get through um and for because of you know personal stuff we need to do afterwards um you know time restraints etc but also because we were going to be talking about nagash and the order grand alliance and now with age sigmar 2 coming out uh well (laughs) 2.0 however you want to call it um (laughs) it's a question that either may not be worth covering now or it may be worth us saving it for another time so that's the mm. reason um we will make up for it you know we may do two next episode just to make up for it just but yeah, like i said something like that yeah exactly it's just just for this one episode there won't be a discussion topic at the end but we will uh, get back to normal as per next episode so let's yeah. uh, let's get stuck into it for the next <laughs> God knows how many hours. Uh, <laughs> right, so we'll start with the hobby stuff. Um, so what yeah, have you been doing yeah. for the last couple of weeks, Cameron? Um, the eagle-eared listeners, eagle-eared, I guess owl-eared would be more appropriate, <laughs> uh, may, have, may have picked up a, a few episodes back. Uh, I may mention that I put up a poll regarding things to purchase for that month, and everyone voted vehicles. So I got a rhino, and I got mm-hmm. a MyFitic Blight hauler, and I got a secret. Oh, yeah. The time has come <gasps> dun, dun, to awaken dun. him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um yeah no I, I i got a leviathan dread and i'm currently in the middle of dedicating it to father nurgle of course uh, it is much bigger than i anticipated <laughs> um <laughs> like you know you know you, you see the photos like yeah it's pretty big and then i'm like i look at him like his torso without arms is bigger than a regular dread's entire torso with arms wow really <laughs> like, okay yeah they're, they're big boys um yeah, so I'm going to take my time with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, at the moment, I've got the main torso and shoulders assembled. I'm going to magnetize the arms and stuff like that. Uh, and I have the legs assembled and posed. I'm going for a sort of a mid-run sort of pose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a crushed Chaos Marine on the base, stuff like that. It'll be interesting. Um, uh, but I want to do a lot of detailed sculpting work on this one and really sort of push myself with that. So I've started with uh, getting one of the legs all demoned up. 
Yeah, I've seen that. that, looks, that you're doing, doing yeah. a great job on that so far. It's looking really good. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I've put any pictures up on Twitter yet, but I will soon enough. Um, they're on the Discord. You should join the exactly. Discord to see more we keep of my in-progress work. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so far it has been an absolute joy just to work with. It, it is a big kit. Uh, there are a lot of pieces, instantly, and there's, it's all resin, so I've been doing a lot of cleaning as mm. well. Um, but it's going to be fun. Hopefully it'll look really good when it's done. Um, even if I never end up using it in a game because it feels kind of mean to drop something with, you know, two grav guns or something on the field. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it's, you know, it's like a 350 point model. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it does, it does, <laughs> it does what? There's 2d3 plus, uh, 2d3 shots that each do five flat damage against vehicles or monsters. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a little mean. Uh, <laughs> that's what. But that's what Nurgle would want you to do. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, in in other hobby stuff, I have almost finished painting up that uh, old style fine cast great unclean one. He is like, yeah. a few small details from finish. Uh, I've decided I'm probably going to run him as a demon prince um, for the most part. If I run a Nurgle Demon attachment at any point, I might use him to test out how a Great Unclean one actually works, and also abuse the fact that I can hide him behind pretty much anything bigger than a rhino. (laughs) 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 You have to be able to see it to target. I'm sorry, my 20-odd wound Greater Demon is just very, very, very small. uh, (laughs) He's a diddy one, isn't he? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, Don't worry, I don't do tournament play or anything, and I won't do that. No. I won't be cruel about it. Exactly. Um, but it is it is such a lovely model to work with. Like, it's it's really overdone in that old Nurgle style. Like every time I look at it, I'm like, oh, I missed another clump of maggots, or I missed another worm. <laughs> <laughs> Just looking over it again and again, I think I've narrowed it down to finishing off the nails and the hilt of the sword. I think that's all that's left. But I'm going to have to keep looking it over until I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think secretly Nurgle is um, adding more stuff in your sleep. <laughs> oh, that's where all these it's coming from. <laughs> It just seems like a never-ending fountain of things. Like I'm like, yes, I think I've got a, a like. I twist the model to a degree that I've never seen before. I'm like, oh no, no, here's a whole section that I've never even touched. I've missed his <laughs> armpit. <laughs> yeah, it, it feels like that. Every crevice, a new adventure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, that sums up no. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I've done I've done a little more work on the rhino. Uh, still needs a lot of work before I'm going to get ready to paint it. But hey, that's it. Um, and I finished up a five man squad of plague marines. I can't remember if I talked about that last time. I think you did. Um, I think I did. I, I can run a minimum size plasma squad now. Yay! Nice. So they'll Yay. they'll hop in the rhino with a chaos lord or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, that's about it in terms of modeling. I've done a bunch of painting, except on the Great Unclean one. Uh, I've continued reading that, uh, Legends of the Age of Sigma book. Oh, yeah. Which yep. is really, really, still really good. Um, actually had a quick chat to David Geimer on Twitter, who wrote the, um, the one about the Fire Slayers making a bargain with the Lords of Corn or something. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, no, we, we bumped in, into each other on the online sphere, which is cool. Uh, <laughs> Mind is blown. Technology. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, it's like every t- every time you make a tweet about Rise of the Inari, Gav Thorpe likes it. He li- really, yeah, he does every it's time. It's stressful I- to me. It's like he's watching us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's great. Cause yeah, because obviously in recent times I've read Rise of the Inari and um, Angels of Darkness, the Dark Angels novel. And, mm. and he, yeah, he's, he's yeah. on it. He's a good lad for doing that, to be fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, to be fair, most yeah. of the Black Library authors are good for 
sort of either yeah, they retweeting seem very active yeah. with the community. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, so I'm I'm still reading that compilation book. I'm nearly done with the Skaven bit, which I'm still I'm taking my time and enjoying it because Skaven seem to be the one thing that has not changed at all since the old days of Warhammer True. Fantasy. They are exactly the same. There's just Vermin Lords thrown in and that is literally I mean, there were already Vermin Lords in all Warhammer Fantasy, but they seem more active. Yes, and there are a lot more of them, yep. and they're all different from each other and stuff. But it's like these are the Plague Monks, and they're exactly as I remember from like the old Gotrix and Felix and stuff <laughs> like that. And it's it's a delight to read some some just Skaven should never change. They're perfect the way they are. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't change them. <laughs> uh, they're actually they're. I think I mentioned before they're in the Realm Realmsgate but uh, Realm Gates books as mm. well. Uh, which they're pretty yeah, good. They make yeah. little appearances, and they're just up to the <laughs> usual tricks. You know, they don't change. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, they're, they're wonderful. Um, <laughs> I th- I think that more or less accounts for my hobby stuff. I've I've not done a lot, but I've done some important stuff, and I'm getting through on some important stuff. And like I said, I want to push my sculpting and just see if I can do better, which also is basically, I need to learn to be more patient and not accidentally smush the green stuff halfway ah, through, ah, ah, uh, which has been a problem in the, it's been a problem in the past uh, but no, no no longer, I will take my time with things <laughs> not rush through uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that, that about concludes my hobby, Excellent. Uh, what about yourself? Right, what have I been up to? Um, did some painting, whoa groundbreaking mm-hmm. um i started painting yeah. my uh dark angels uh primaris marines um bit of caliban green um and but i'm using some of the vallejo uh paints um which are so far proving to be really good i'm in, i think i've said before that I've, um when i bought them they're really good so far they got they just they just got a nice i don't know i'll say texture that's probably the wrong uh, yeah. word, but just you know when you actually mix them in your you know palette and such like they just they just work yeah. really well. So so far so good with that. So yeah, so I'm just like I said, I'm just working on the Primaris Marines. Um, I'm about to start on my Redemptor Dreadnought. So I've got him primed. Uh, mm-hmm. I just need to just get around to. I need to invest in a bigger brush for actually you know a bigger base <laughs> yeah, brush. I to actually, <laughs> I was thinking, wow, <laughs> this is going to take a long time. Um, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. I could get the imagine. spray paint of like Caliban green, yeah. but I it's yeah. expensive. It's a lot of money for what it is, mm. yeah. um, and I don't want to pay it. <laughs> if I'm being brutally honest, just just yeah, just get like a medium dry brush or something. Yeah, it, it just needs something I can just 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 smack it all over. <laughs> just go here, you go have a mm. have yeah. a yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so far so good. <laughs> um, I have bought some a uh, what have I bought Hell Blasters. A squad of five mm, off eBay um, yep. to go along with the Dark Angels. Um, they're still in sprues at the moment, so they haven't been touched, but they're ready. Mm. Um, I've also bought um, some Necrons randomly. I just it, Ooh, Adrian yes. on our Discord that we talk to a lot, um, who does some good stuff. That's uh, Silver Shaman Studio. Uh, he basically brought bought uh, Forge Bane because he wanted the Admech stuff, and he gave me a good deal on the uh, Necron stuff. So I thought, yeah, it's going to be well. I bought I, part of me thinks I don't know why did I buy him, but I do like Necrons. I literally bought them because I thought <laughs> it's a good deal, and mm. I, I can just put it away. You know, I can just literally in the box. Yeah, like, they're away. Yeah. I'll, you know, I could touch them in a year's time. <laughs> They'll just be there, mm. yeah, ready. Yeah. And if I fancy it's for a rainy day, yeah, that's how I looked at them. I thought then. I'm, you know, getting stuck into my Dark Angels at the moment, so I can I can put them on hold, but they're just there. Cause, and to be fair, mm. later, I think, you know what, I'm not going to bother, then I'll just 
sell them on, you know, and I'll probably make most yeah, of my money yeah. back. So I'm not too <laughs> worried, really. Uh, so, yeah, there. that's the next purchase. Um, talking of purchases as well, I it's my birthday soon. So mm. I gave my wish list to my wife of what to buy me. Um, and my wife knows nothing about Warhammer and Games Workshop. <laughs> you know, mm. little toys, as she calls yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so I use this opportunity uh for her to pick what my age of sigma army is going to be because um i've always liked sylvaneth ever since i've mm. got into age sigma but since we've covered them deepkin are deep in yeah. me <laughs> they're getting their claws <laughs> in me um Mm. And I couldn't really decide which one I wanted to go for. I mean, arguably, I could go for both eventually, but I thought, let's, let's start one yeah. at a time. Um, so <laughs> what I did is I've said to my wife, so look, here's a, a wish list with a few, you know, few of each. Like, you know, it's got like the start collecting Sylvaneth and it's mm. got, you know, the mm. the uh, Reavers and Thralls of the Deepkin, you know, so, you know, just the, that sort of, yeah. not, not the yeah. super expensive stuff. Um, and I said, <laughs> I made a point to her as well. So look, if you whatever combination you buy me, try to buy me one or the other. Like, don't mm, try and buy yeah. me some Deepkin and some Sylvaneth. <laughs> like, look for the keyword. You know, sort of try and make sure yeah, it's, you get one. Yeah. She understood what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So in the you know later this month when it's my birthday, um, I'll find out if I'm going to be starting Sylvaneth or Deepkin, which is quite exciting. I like because I'm <laughs> yeah, equally excited yeah. about both. Um, I did also mm. run a Twitter poll about what people think she's going to pick. <laughs> <laughs> people can can guess this sort of stuff um or what sh- well it's, it's what what should she pick even though she's not yeah, ever going to see this yeah. twitter poll um no, <laughs> so no. i think it from what i can remember it was heavily weighted towards deepkin it was about yeah 73 yeah. 27 so yeah 73 to 27% in the favor of um yeah. deepkin um well, which probably hurt it'll probably it'll probably go silverneth <laughs> after that well i mean uh- <laughs> I personally would like to. I would love to be the first to congratulate you on your new Slaves to Darkness army. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you did that. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I um, yeah. So uh, at some point this month, I'm gonna have the starting of a uh, Age of Sigmar force, which is really exciting, and it's good that I don't know what it's gonna be. Um, yeah. So yeah, what is next? Right. Um, talking of birthday and exciting things like that. In the next couple yep, of weeks, yep. I'm going to Warhammer World. I'm very excited. Ooh. First time I've ever been there mm. as a birthday treat. Oh, um, I'm so jealous. I know. Oh, I, I, I would be jealous too. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna <laughs> not rubbing it in, but I'm yeah. I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. So I'm whatever's left of my um, modeling budget for this month is uh, <laughs> saved for that because I'm sure there's gonna be lots of things that I'm gonna be wanting to buy up there. Uh, so yeah, we're going. We're going mm. for the day. Um, and just just going to check it out, you know, look at the exhibition. Um, some people on Twitter yeah. gave me some advice as well. You know, people that have been there before, some little tips and tricks. Mm. Um, and I'm, I can't, I tell you what, I can't wait to go to the Black Library and Forge World stores oh, there, man. especially Forge yeah. World. I can't wait to see some of that stuff. <laughs> that's the that's the the bit I'm scared of. I must admit, oh, yeah. venturing in there that mm. is that could be tears for my bank balance. So we'll, well, I mean, at least you won't have to pay delivery. <laughs> exactly. That's my. And to be fair, what's quite good I saw online is well, it's for the UK anyway. You can actually mm. order Forge World stuff to Warhammer World, 
and not have to pay any oh, delivery charges. Okay. So I, I almost did that, yeah. but then I thought, no, I want to sort of surprise myself on the day and just buy random stuff. <laughs> I've got, it's yeah, quite sad, I've actually yeah. already got a list ready. So basically, I've got two lists. Yeah. I've got a uh, normal GW list and a Forge World list. The, the GW mm. list is just website-exclusive stuff. Mm. That, yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can get all that stuff at warhammer world as well so i've got mm, yeah i'm not going to get it all i really can't afford to get yeah. everything on my list but i've got things <laughs> like um like for my tau i've got like commander Sh- shadow sun and um farsight mm. on there um think just things like that yeah. like for my dark angels i've got asriel and um, belial on there mm-hmm. some of the uh, those sort of choices um and forge world now forge world i'm <sighs> two minds what to get now slightly connected to what i'm about to say in a minute because i'm really getting into horus heresy mm. at the moment just just the vibe of horus heresy yeah. um i've always loved it but i've got back into reading the books now um primarily because we're talking about fulgrim <laughs> in this episode um so it's got me looking into 30k and i just fancy collecting 30k i know it's a very expensive route to go um potentially um but i just mm. i really want to do some emperor's children in 30k because oh, yeah. God. they're the best they look lovely <laughs> so <Yeah>. i've <laughs> seen there's um on forge world there's the uh, what are they called the palatine um blades mm. squad mm. basically it's a you know a empress children swordsman uh squad of five yeah, they yeah. look damn good and they're not horrendously expensive either so i think <laughs> whatever i get there will just be a little treat i'll just be like oh, i'll just grab a squad of them you yeah know? And then it's the tanks I'm, I've got to be careful of. There's a lot of lovely <laughs> tanks in Forge World. I'm like, oh, and they're all very expensive. Man. So I've got to be yeah, careful um, yeah. because, you know, <laughs> it could just end up in my shopping basket. Um, oh, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> hey, I'm only going there once. So, yeah, and then I'll, I'll, I'm going to check out some of the exclusive Warhammer World stuff. Because like mm. I said to you, there's a few, yeah. there's a few bits like T-shirts and um, miniatures yeah, that they only yeah. sell there. So... You know, we'll oh, see. Yeah. We'll see. Like, I, I, I adore what is it? It's the um, it's the librarian in cataphractic terminator. Yes, summoning yeah. blood letter. That, that looks amazing. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the stuff that I'm gonna be uh, eyeing up. <laughs> so we'll, mm. I'll, uh, so yeah, by next episode, I'll have been there. So I'll be able to tell <laughs> tell awesome. everyone what I've been uh, buying there. So uh, and maybe crying because I've spent too much. Yeah. Um, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that's it. Uh, Miniature wise, reading wise, I f- obviously finished the Palatine Phoenix, the Full Grim mm-hmm, novel, because mm-hmm. um, we're, we're talking about him um, by Josh Reynolds. <laughs> um, I also talking of David Geimer, that well, you were talking about him earlier. Um, mm-hmm. I've read mm-hmm. his. Uh, Deepkin short novel, which is called The oh. Sea Taketh. It's the very first Deepkin novel. Uh, it's about Ooh. 30 odd pages. Very good. Mm. I'm I'm going to write a review for our website when I literally just find the time to do it. Um, <laughs> Wham fest. <laughs> You've taken up so yeah. much time. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to do a review on it. And yeah, so far really good little novel. I recommend it. It's, you know, it's a, it's a c- couple of yep. pound, couple of dollars, whatever your exchange rate is. Mm. Worth checking out if you if you're into your deepkin. Um and I think like I said the last thing is I like I said a minute ago I'm getting back into my Horus Heresy books. Um I because I've because I've dipped in and out of the hobby over the years. I'm only up to well, I'm up to Mechanicum, which is quite far mm. behind. That's 
novel number nine. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm way behind at the moment. So um, I'm listening to that on Audible, which because it's a, it's a actually it's a it's a novel that took me. It's taken me a few goes to try and read it. You know, I read the first few pages. And I'm like, uh, I'm just you know, not get, it doesn't entice me in. But now I've, I'm listening yeah. to it. I'm I've almost finished it, and it's actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, okay. And and I've started reading um, the one after number ten, which is Tales of Heresy as well. I just literally about yeah. a quarter yeah. of the way through that because I can sort of jump ahead and do them sort of at the same time, really. Um, so yeah, I think that's I think that's my hobby stuff. It's been quite busy, um, yeah. Bit yeah, painting, definitely. reading, and <laughs> buying too much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to continue soon. The way. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh god, like my June is looking. I know, <laughs> which is what we're going to talk about in the news, because, you know, get your wallets ready. There's some damn good stuff coming on the horizon. Oh, my God. Um, so, <laughs> I know, I know, I'm wincing already. Um, so, yeah, um, that's it, I think, really, for the hobby stuff. Um, we've been doing a fair bit, and so we're going to take a little break now, as always. And then we're back, we're going to get stuck into some news, a hell of a lot of news. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. And welcome back after that short little break. Uh we're going to get stuck into a hell of a lot of news. Um it's like Adepticon again. <laughs> we never we forgot this was coming. Uh so yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was Warhammer Fest. Uh well, it's as of this recording it's not like we said earlier it's on at the moment, but uh, day 1 was yesterday. Mm. That's time of this recording and they have been dropping bombs <laughs> on us news wise yep. yep. um but before we get stuck into that we will briefly cover some of the news that was originally going to be discussed on this episode <laughs> <laughs> so we thought we, yeah, we thought it'd be a bit unfair yeah. if we missed these little bits but you know so it's old news now to a degree but you know we better cover it yeah well it'd be rude yeah. not to <laughs> <laughs> so uh first bit of news um 40k combat roster is finally out now. They teased this after yeah. Adepticon. This is the 40k version of the War Scroll Builder on the Warhammer mm. community website. Mm. Um, what are you, how are you finding it so far, Cameron? Uh, it's a bit naff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we uh, both think look, the same. Yeah, I, I understand what they're going for, but... A, it's power level only, mm-hmm. which is not great, and B, it's split up really weirdly. Like I had a I had a poke around in it for like twenty minutes uh, when it first released. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I don't know if things have changed in the last week and a half or so. Uh, but my initial impression was, oh, cool! I'll have a look at what I can do with, say, a Blood Angels army. And under the Blood Angel, first off, it's kind of difficult to navigate. Yes, um, definitely. <laughs> Uh, but then I finally got to like, okay, I've selected a Blood Angels army. This is, I just picked an army at random. Um, and I'll look through and like, I don't see any tactical squads yes. or any Primaris at all or mm-hmm. anything in here. And that's because those are under the generic Space Marine header. Yes. And the only things under the sub-faction headers are the things specific to that sub-faction. So you have to do a lot of finagling yes. to make a, make an actual like sub-chapter list instead of generic list, which is really weird. It's an odd one, know. isn't it? I I I agree with that. I I like you said. I know what they're trying to do, and this having this is better than not having this. So I'm not sort of yeah. dismissing its existence because it's a good thing. But it just feels like it's not quite there yet. It's almost like it's a beta yeah, yeah. of it. It's sort of like I said. It's a it's an odd one. I've never known something where 
something that looks so simple is still yet so clunky at the same time. Like mm. you just said, it just doesn't yeah. feel like the... You know, you think at the top here, yeah, I'll pick a, you know, Chaos, Imperium, Xenos, and then you choose your faction, mm. and then... It, and then you add them down. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't, ugh, I don't know, it just seems to be, it doesn't flow very well. And like you said, power level is, I mean, people do use power level, so it's not, it's, again, you can't yeah, uh, yeah. discriminate, but, you know, again, most people use points now, so it's, mm. yeah. I, like you said, it's, this is a base, you know, it's, a, it's, it's yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll improve in time. Um, like yeah. I said, it's better, it's better having it than not having it. You can export. <laughs> Um, you know, but at the moment, like we said a minute ago, it's not going to challenge um, Battlescribe at the moment. I don't think. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Exactly, it's there. <laughs> so, like I said, it's so it's on the Warhammer Community website, so you can find it under the uh, FAQs and useful things, which is part of the new little mm. layout of the Warhammer Community website as well, which they've changed in the last yeah. uh, this week, I think. Right. Yep. Um, next, uh, the Death Watch Codex is finally out now, along with a few new uh, miniatures, yep. including a very expensive apothecary. Um, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not sure price. <laughs> that's, that's pretty expensive. Um, I know he, he comes with an upgrade um, sprue as well of Death Watch, yeah. but it's it's a Which lot is of money. Why it's so expensive because mm. it's like a ten man upgrade sprue for one model. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, do, I I get what they're going for because you think, oh, well, I have an apothecary and it will. I can then upgrade a ten man, you know, tactical squad. I can see yeah. what I yeah. can see where they're going with it, but it's a bit of an odd combination. It's. A, mm. I just think to myself, just sell the apothecary cheaper at the same price that you'd expect it to be and just mm. you know and then they if they want to buy the sprue the you know shoulder sprues separately they can yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah just let them do that um but the codex yeah. looks really cool from what i've seen a bit mm. um i think i'll pick i'll pick it up eventually at some point um yeah because death watch cool um but yeah it's another <laughs> it's another codex out happy days um yeah. it's harlequin lots, of, lots it? of cool things Exactly. Harlequin should be next. Yes, yeah. and then it'll uh, be... Harlequin should be... What's the day today? Harlequin should be, like, in the next week. Yes, that's what I anticipate, I yeah. And then it'll be uh, uh, Knights, <laughs> then Imperial Knights, Knights after that. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 Happy yeah. days. Uh, it's getting there. Um, I, I will have a quick grouse about one thing with the Death Watch release. Yeah, go for it. Which is, listen, I understand that this is an expensive hobby, <laughs> but... First off, you made one mistake, Games Workshop. You had the Death Watch Primaris box, and for some reason in your online store for Australia, you showed it as having five models, <laughs> when in fact it did have the ten in it. But I looked at that price and went, $120 for five models? <laughs> for a second? <laughs> and then I read the actual description, like, no, it is a ten-man box. Why do you have a five-man picture for Ooh, a start? Uh, that's... Um, but the, the other issue I take with it is the Dark Angels Primaris box and the Blood Angels Primaris box include basic primaris intercessor box and an upgrade sprue that's, that's right. fine they have it they have it at a discount you get the upgrade sprue basically like 80 percent off yeah that's right um, yeah in those boxes mm-hmm. the death watch one the box is just price of intercessors plus price of upgrade sprue no discount which is a bit uh, yeah I, I i must admit i'm again i don't want to because I'm sounding quite negative uh, with combat yeah, roster and yeah. Death Watch, but I'm just uh, I'm I always question their bundles at times. I must admit mm. the where mm. they 
you go oh yeah you can buy this and this and it's like it's the same price of them combined you're not offering a, a yeah, deal out of that I know. Just, you know it's, you, really it's just weird. the convenience some of it works <laughs> you know there is a couple where you literally get it a bit cheaper but most of it yeah. you don't it's just literally the same price it's just a bit of an odd thing but you know that's yeah so be it it's fine it's fine. We'll get over it. I'm just going to do veteran squads anyway. All right. Next old bit of news. Um, there's more, the more Deepkin are out now. So obviously they yeah, started with the yeah. the Thrals and the Reavers and such like. So now you're seeing like the Soul Renders, mm-hmm. the Leviathan, and the yeah, Alapexes. I believe we're on the yeah we're on the last round of pre-orders, which is the Eel Riders and the Alapexes. That's right. So yeah, yeah. as promised, which, they're all, all coming out. Man. Those those kits look great. Sorry, I saw an unboxing yesterday, <laughs> and um, those eels are a lot longer than I thought they were. Are they? Okay, I'm... They're, they're like the length of uh, two bike bases. Wow, really? That's yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot longer. They're than I huge. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and they look great. Um. It's really interesting because I saw the kit. Uh, the eel itself is one piece, like both sides together. It's uh, a single long piece. Of wow! The okay, and the fins, yeah. The fins and the head are the only additions on. Uh, it's really good kit from the looks of it. So I'll probably pick some up eventually because they look really good. Uh, to be fair, their kits are getting so good. I, I, that's one thing mm. <laughs> you got to praise them for. Yeah. It's, it's they get oh, yeah. like they're just the you know the way they're done now. It's just so much better. <laughs> so no fair play to them. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and the last bit of old pre Warhammer Fest news yeah. is yeah. Rogue Trader. A uh, new little mm. skirmish game. Um, yeah. I, I must admit, I don't know that much about this. I know, obviously, Rogue Trader originally was the first Warhammer 40k, you know, first edition. edition. Kind of thing. Uh, sort yeah. of thing. Um, whereas <laughs> this is a little skirmish game. So GW are going this route still, aren't they? Where they're doing, you know, things mm. like um, Shade Spire and, and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. they're liking these skirmish games, which happy days i love it i think it's great yeah. so th- this They're looks awesome. interesting i must do what's your thoughts uh, on it um it might be tied to kill team in general mm-hmm. first is um what a lot of people are saying like there's like oh the logos are similar etc etc <laughs> and that's fine i'm just looking at this i'm like these are so they're such good models oh my god i'm just looking at like look at all these nurgle chaos spawn that i don't have to convert or anything (laughs) (laughs) well from what you from what you can see you've got obviously a rogue Mm. trader and his crew um against Mm. uh, a nurgle crew from yeah chaos cultist force or something stowaways who knows yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) but uh yeah um yeah, I love the models, both sides, not just the Nurgle ones. Um, <laughs> the Rogue Trader, like, basic troopers, I think are going to make the basis for some really excellent uh, guard veteran squads. Yeah. Because they are so fancy. Um, and uh, the return of the newest Primarch, uh, Captain Goodboy, also, uh, there is a, there's a beautiful dog. So <laughs> yes. <cute. laughs> yeah, I saw that. It, oh, it, it looks really good. He has really a little good. coat and everything. Yeah. It's, <laughs> and, it, it, like, you saying in the break that uh, this come off the back of a leak as well yeah yeah uh, the image is leaked and then like uh, it was either a few hours or less than a day later they went okay i guess we're doing the trailer now <laughs> <laughs> we saved this for later but you can have it now um yeah, yeah. cool yeah looking mm. forward to it yeah. is it it's late i think it's later this year isn't it i don't think they put an exact uh yeah hmm. they didn't give us an exact no. date um it's coming fairly soon because it was going to be announced fairly soon anyway given that I I assume it would have been shown off at Warhammer Fest. Yeah, I'm presuming that. Uh, yeah. If not for the leak. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I actually do want to get one more bit of quick news. Yeah, in, go for it. Uh, old news. Um, Bell of Lost Souls uh, did a sort of a live stream for Wrath and Glory. Yes. I'm going to keep talking about this because I'm really interested and excited <laughs> by this game. Um, uh, and they did they did an actual like live play session with the lead designer and some of the Bell of Lost Souls crew, which was really good. We had um was it was a commissar, a Minister and priest, a White Scars tactical marine, and um, 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 an Inquisitorial acolyte. Uh, you know, going through a facility, dealing with the forces of Nurgle and stuff. It was really cool. Uh, Plaguebearers seem super tough, which it feels like they've got a good system for representing different tiers of enemies, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, and my actual main news is we got a little more information on what your sort of uh, archetype will do as regards to how the party plays. For example, if you're playing a tactical space marine, your role is not one-on-one combat. You're much more suited to fighting mobs and things like that. Uh, Inquisitorial Savants, which was the acolyte that was being played, are okay in combat, but they are mostly there for these really good knowledge and information checks and hacking. Uh, Priests are really interesting because they keep the party running. Um, You can get shocked, which will exhaust you and stop you from doing anything, and the priest's role is to give sermons in the middle of the fight (laughs) to restore your shock value and sort of get you back up on your feet, like, you know, you've got to do it for the Emperor. That makes sense, yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, And then the Commissar's role is... Uh, a to keep everyone in line, but the actual <laughs> the actual mechanical benefit is they are really good at setting up team interaction attacks. Like they will debuff an enemy, which lets another player do a special move and stuff like that. So there's we're getting and sort of a vision into how different players and their different characters will be able to interact. Um, oh, my brain just went blank for a second. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's prone to doing that. Don't worry. Ooh. Mine does the same. Yeah, no, uh, uh, lead designers just come in here with a little flash thing from Men in Black. Uh, <laughs> stop talking about our sh- Stop talking about our thing. It's not released yet. Shh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but just more and more info about the game is coming out. It seems really great. Um, I really want to run a group that is just four orcs. Yeah, doing very, looking for a crumpin. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like I said, I'm, I'm, I so want us to do a recorded yeah, episode where we play it over mm. the internet. I think that'll be fantastic. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. We'll do it as like a little <laughs> spin-off. Um, I think because yeah, they yeah. said it was going to be. Is it Gen Con? They said they're going to sort of yeah, Gen Con. It. They're doing early. It's either an early release at Gen Con or like announcing the release date at mm. Gen Con. Because that's Aug- like is that, that August. So- August. August. Yeah. yeah. I, think so. I think it's that. So, mm. yeah. So, so hope, well, by the end of this year, we should hopefully have it. <laughs> yeah. <hopefully laughs> in, in some shape. I can't wait. We'll, oh, so we'll keep everyone posted gonna be on good. it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But um, enough oh, so of that. Let's... I spent two days doing nothing but looking at news. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's get into the new news. So, we've done the old news. This mm. is new news. or Well, it's old news because it was yesterday, but it's newer news. Oh, um, God. <laughs> Uh, right, so what we'll do is that is we'll we've broken this up into Age of Sigma, and then we'll talk about the forty k slash thirty k because there's some, some horse heresy stuff mm. as well that are of interest, um, and we'll just get stuck in and reveal everything that we know about so far because there's a lot. Yeah, um, there is a rather <laughs> well, a large amount. Yeah, like I said, it's like Adepticon <laughs> again. So. Let's start with the big one. So, Age of Sigmar. Yep. They have revealed 
that there's going to be the new edition of Age of Sigmar coming out in June. Mm. June. We're in. in we're mid May. Within <laughs> within a month and a half, we can almost taste uh. it. <laughs> it's. Yeah. Um, we'll call it Age of Sigmar 2.0 or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's something like that. It's looking tasty. Um, they've oh. like they've shown us. Um, like I said, they've shown us that it's going to be June. Uh, no official date, but I'm sure that it'll be out very soon. Um, it's mm. going to be uh, Stormcast Eternals, um, as expected. But this time, there's no uh, Bloodbound in this one. We've now got the Night nope. Haunt as the other force oh, in this, which man. is mwah, mwah, what a great <laughs> I've choice. Just, I've just been going. I've just been going. Ghosts for two days. More <laughs> <laughs> uh, <Or> ghosts. <laughs> and then, yeah, but it's when I, I think my highlight was when I saw. Skaven ghosts or Skaven yeah. skellies. <laughs> weird. It's looking weird, like a rat or horse faced ray things. <laughs> so good. They look amazing. Oh my God. Um, so, the main purpose of this new edition of Age Sigma, which I think mm. a lot of people expected, I don't think they expected it this soon, admittedly, but it was on the cards, I think. <laughs> I mean, you know. it's been three years. Exactly. So we, exactly. And I think for a lot of people, they forget it's three years, understandably, because it's, mm. it's gone quick, those three years. So, the main purpose of this, from what they've said anyway, the main purpose of this new edition of uh, Age of Sigma is, I think, to. Well, a couple of things. It, obviously, they're trying to tighten things up. You know, trying to. They realise, mm. right? We've been sort of testing the water for three years now. You know, obviously, Age of Sigmar as of now, pre this new edition, is still vast. You know, it's vastly different from day one. Age of Sigmar, as expected. Mm. You know, the yeah. rules have changed. Obviously, we've got new forces, new armies, um, generals' handbook, and things like that. Now, they, they obviously they've realised that pushing on from like the malign portent side of things is obviously the natural progression. So with this sort of set, this new starter set, um, like I said, you've got the new Stormcast Eternals, which are the mm. sacrosanct chamber. Mm. They're basically yep. the, the wizard, the wizard yeah. Uh, yeah. chamber of the Stormcast. Um, they who, look dang good. The, yeah, they look, the, the minis look amazing. <laughs> You're seeing a lot of minis with robes and... Um, Mm. Well, all sorts really. You got um, lanterns, mm. and so they they seem to be one of their main focuses. From what we can see, anyway, is about absorb. You know, fighting for souls <laughs> with the mm. the night horn. Yeah. You know, they're sucking souls to you know to obviously for Sigma to you know reforge them back in yeah. back yeah. in base. So um, mm. it's looking. Like I said it's looking amazing. One thing I'm particularly excited about um which sounds a bit sad but i can't wait to see the book that comes with the core book now they've said that this is the the book of all books they're literally they're tightening it it's going to have all the new rules in it you know in a concise way it's going to have a primer for everything you know they're going to talk about all the different races you're going to have all the the allegiance abilities for the grand alliances um it's got over 200 pages of lore Oh, oh I'm feeling God. a bit faint right now. Um, <laughs> That's going to be one hell of an episode. I know. I think uh, we may have to break that one up into <laughs> at least two episodes. I think potentially. That's a scary proposition. So it is. Oh. It is going to be the the mother of all books that they're going to bring with it. Because obviously the, the original starter mm. set come with a a sort of book but nowhere to that sort of standard uh it's gonna have a lot of new maps in it that's because that's one thing they realize that people want that that the actual Mm. geography of (laughs) of the mortal realms is a (laughs) bit vague at times you know people like we want maps give us maps we love maps 
Um, so that's going to be a big part of it as well, um, uh, as well as all the lovely new miniatures that you're going to get. You know, so if you want to start Stormcast again, or if you've got Stormcast and you want some <laughs> some new boys and girls uh, c- coming yeah, into this, yeah. which we'll talk about in a second. Um, and then obviously the night haunt as well. So, um, so yeah. So oh what, what's your thoughts, Cameron, on <laughs> Age of Sigmar um, 2? This is, this is going to be an instant get. Um, <laughs> <start this episode. laughs> um, first off, I, I have to say it, um, it's felt really weird. Like with Stormcast Eternals, there have been two female models, one of which was a Shade Spire model, mm-hmm. um, and unnamed, um, more or less, uh, the other one being an actual hero, Neve Black Talent. She's very cool. Yep. And I love her sculpt. Yep. Um, uh, uh, like right out the gate, this is technically more Warhammer Fest news, but their programs, their program was uh, the art for it was a female liberator, and she looked awesome. Oh, which she was looks great. amazing! That artwork. If it, 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 it feels like they're stating, like, yes, we are going to be a bit more inclusive. It's not just a boys' club in no, the Stormcast. Um, absolutely. And the sacrosanct, the sacrosanct chamber seems to be that. It, there are there are a lot of female minis, and they all look really, really good. Um. Some of the fantastic. Um, you you posted on Twitter that you wanted the um the large scale oh. print of the of the female hero with the lantern. She looks amazing. <laughs> I know it's an upscaled version. I appreciate that, but yeah. just the, the the just the sculpt on her just looks amazing. Mm. Absolutely, she she's so the um, Sequintor Prime. Is the ah, what she's okay. I I I'm, I think that's who she is anyway. I could be wrong, but I'm yeah. 90% sure that's what she who she is. Um but that that miniature wow. Absolutely. Yeah, that was yeah. proper. You know, of all the things we saw, yeah, I mean we saw quite a few things yesterday obviously on the <laughs> especially on Twitter and the the Warhammer website, but yeah. it's crazy when you like it was one of those where when I saw her I was like, "What stop?" <laughs> stop feed <laughs> who is that <laughs> and i yeah, she looks amazing yeah. i would have loved to have seen mm. the upscaled one yesterday if i was there in person that would be oh, amazing yeah no, they might still have it around when you go ah yeah mm. i like your thought yeah good thinking you can always, you I'll, can I'll, make a, I'll make a phone stuff. call <laughs> yeah oh, warm well. have to have the sequitor prime upscale yeah. still in there for me to look at <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know if you know me i'm from realm and ruin <laughs> <Who>? <laughs> yeah yeah um, um but yeah we've got so many new stormcast uh we have stormcast artillery now which was apparently hinted at with the rules for the uh the lord ordinator from mm-hmm. malign portents yep apparently his rules said something about working with allied artillery or something um which is awesome they've it's basically a Reaper bolt thrower, but for Stormcast, so cool. Yep. I like it. All good. Yep. Um, also, what what looks like new Judicator-style troops, but they have weird... It, they almost look like mortar crossbows, because they've got these big, heavy glass bolts mm-hmm. uh, okay. kind of things. Um, yeah. Got a bunch of new heroes, which will look great. Um, it seems to be leading the force is... Kind of like the uh, the Lord Celestine on Aquila, or, or Lord Aquila, or whatever it is, uh, the guy on the big griffin without yep. the wings, uh, <clears throat> except this time he's got a big staff and robes, and uh, he's even more reared up and cool looking, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you could believe it. I just imagine um, that's what they're doing in the design studio. We want them to be yeah. more reared up. This is Age of Sigmar 2. This is the sequel. This is the new edition. <laughs> Rear him up a bit more. Line of sight. <laughs> Listen, this this hero has to be sniped under the new rules, so he needs to be tall. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, fair point. Fair point. Uh, yeah, um, but then then I saw them, the best things I've ever seen. 
I saw the ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts. <laughs> oh my god, they're so good. It's the amazing. The models are so beautiful. Like, I'm just like, I'm running an undead-themed Dungeons & Dragons campaign right now, and I'm looking at this, I'm like, even if I wasn't running D&D specifically all about ghosts and things like that, mm-hmm. these are still some of the... They're so good. They're so good-looking. I love them so much. Um, I think the the, the show-stealer has to be the uh, the Knight of Shrouds on the mount. Yeah, he looks, yeah. looks incredible. amazing. Yep. Yeah. what i like about the night hall as well and all the ones they've shown is that they all got they all got a lot of character to them as well all mm. the ghosts they mm. all look they're all quirky but in a good in yeah. a good way they're just yeah yeah they yeah. look really good and and it's good for people that have wanted to start start a night haunt army as well because if you looked on if you look mm. as of today of the the site you've only got about three things to choose from <laughs> you can't you yeah know, it's a bit exactly of a, whereas now you can properly get stuck in so no i think and the, and the trailer of the night haunt is yes. fantastic it's fantastic great. um mm-hmm. voice act there voice as acting. well top mm. dollar can't yeah. wait uh pe- people are speculating that was the new mortark as well because it's meant to be a mortark for each aspect of death and that's meant to be the mortark yes. of grief for mm-hmm. the night haunt i believe okay which would be cool um oh god i just want to rant about every cool model Do uh, it. we're getting what looks like banshee units mm-hmm. uh which might also be because uh, they don't show up in the group shots for what people are assuming the starter set, and they have very ornate bases. So spe- people are saying this might actually be a new Shadespire warband for Tomb Banshees, which would be cool. Yeah, that'd um, be really cool. Yeah. Uh, there's a new Can Wraith style unit that has a lot more dynamism. It's not just one model anymore. Um, there are <laughs> there are the Undead Skaven. <laughs> oh, the, the, they add me at that. When I saw them, I thought, <laughs> yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah. Don't discriminate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm um, scaven. We're, we're not sure they're actually. For clarification, we're not sure they're actually scaven. They might be horse-headed or something, but they're all skeletons. I, yeah, I know you're right. Technically, <laughs> it, it may not be. I think they are. I think they're scaven. Yeah. they look like they well, should. And why not? Why yeah, wouldn't they be? Yeah, why not? Why would you only have human skeletons? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, I mean, the thing is, they also armed with these rusty old halberds, so everyone immediately went, "Oh, it's dead storm vermin." So yeah. Yeah. Um, those look great. Um, God, what is, um, ooh, someone from one of the Malign Porton short stories made an appearance. Uh, in one of them, there was a ghost with two big padlocks chained to its arms that was able to stop Stormcast from resurrecting by stealing their souls as they died and were sucked back to yep. Sigma. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is now a model. It Happy is a days. really cool looking wraith with these two big padlocks and, uh, a ring of keys as well. And... I'm I'm really interested to see how these guys will play. Um, just there's all these new units. It's not like yes, we're doing the night haunts. We've added a hero and one new unit. They're like no, no, we've added like all these different things. There's battle line ghosts who all look awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you see the carriage as well? Their graves. Yeah, the new black coach model. That's it. Which God, they've they've needed one of those. Uh, the old <laughs> black coach was very small and did not look very good. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, there's, there's just so many new night haunt things. They all look incredible. Yes. Um, someone pointed out the, um, for, cause there's also a cavalry unit of wraiths on the nightmare steeds. And someone pointed out that, um, on the rib cages, uh, they're sculpted so that you can paint the ribs under the, the ethereal skin. Like there's the, there's the layers and the bumps for you to actually paint it as though the skin itself is partially see-through. Nice. Which is really cool. Yeah. 
Oh, they just, they look so good. They're, so <laughs> they're just gushing over them, these, yeah. These <laughs> ghosts, these ghosts all over the place. And what's <laughs> and what's great, which we, I don't think we actually said, is they're going to have their own battle tome as well, for obviously, yeah, as well. So yeah. that's another thing that's coming out next month. Um, so mm. that's something I think we'll be itching um, to cover. Sacrosanct, Sacrosanct Chamber will also apparently be getting their own battle tome. Yes. Um, and the actual big important news regarding battle tomes, it's a new edition. It's been asked... Do I need to buy a new battle tome? No, you do not. No, this is apparently backwards compatible. So, <laughs> backwards <why not>? com- <laughs> yes, yeah, it is like the Xbox <laughs> One. It's backwards compatible. Yeah, well, and I mean, it kind it kind of had to be. Could you imagine, like, no. yeah, I'm I'm a Deepkin player. I literally just bought my battle tome, and two months later, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you released an entire new edition of the game. Uh- <laughs> no, they. That's the good thing is that everything they've said so far is fully integratable so all the all the battle tomes mm. the general's handbook even though people are speculating that the new core book that i mentioned earlier that's going to be the new general's handbook because mm. general's handbook some well some people are saying that's going to be the new general handbook for this year yeah. the 2018 and then yeah. there'll be a, a 19 you know separate version yeah. or that could be or, not true or and they'll, they'll be just, separate and they'll yeah. be separate yeah they'll do a 2018 separate so which i th- i think they'll probably be separate just because the general's handbook is a good enough thing on its own like it's got new ways to play it's got all these balancing things like it, it's worth the investment on yeah its own, oh no I, I totally agree yeah um um they've also they mentioned a few well a few new rules or <laughs> mention of rules haven't they as well mm, um yeah, primarily yeah. that about shooting out of combat as well or yeah not being yeah, able to um, shoot out of combat i should say yeah uh so rules interpretation of current age of sigma your say you're a destruction player and your big unit of gore grunters has just engaged every enemy gun unit you feel good they can't shoot your <laughs> war boss they can't shoot your your war boss has been shot uh, <laughs> <laughs> how did that happen uh yeah, uh, apparently the new rules are if you're a shooting unit, you can still shoot when you're in combat, but you can only target the unit that you're in combat with. Yes. Which, thank you. Makes Lord. sense. I mean, it, it, the game already had enough of a problem with hero sniping because there's no rules protecting characters uh, in current Age of Sigma, so mm-hmm. I also hope they'll address that a bit. Uh, but that, that's a fix. Yeah, makes perfect <laughs> you know, sense. Tying, tying up enemy gun lines will actually do something mm-hmm. now. Uh Absolutely, um, and yeah, the other big a few other things, the command points. Yeah, go for it. I was going to say the mm, getting command points. Yeah, as per well, <laughs> they haven't actually confirmed exactly how they're going to work. Um, obviously, mm. people are speculating it's probably going to be the same way as uh, 40k, 40k, which people are torn on. Good, from what I've read, I mean, I I think it's a good yeah. thing. I don't see a bad mm. thing, but I'm not a pro player, so <laughs> you know, yeah. I, yeah, you know, difference of opinion, but I think it's a good thing, yeah. and um, I'm mm, not, I'm not mm. surprised they've incorporated it or will be incorporating yeah. it. You yeah. know, um, yeah, and also the leaders and their is it the command abilities? Mm. What, what, yeah, what they so on that? um, so generally, the, again, current age of Sigma, the only leader unit able to use a command ability is your general. They can use either the standard one of units within X inches of me don't have to take battle shock, or they can take the one written on their war scroll. Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, New Age of Sigma, any leader unit in the hero phase can use their command ability, whether or not they're the general. Boom. I think is I think is what it is, which means your leader heavy army is going to be a bit better. Yes. Because um, uh, that's the thing, because like, a lot of times the general choice won't make sense, because, like, you know, you'll run a dark elf unit, and you're like, 
uh, not Dark Elf, Daughters of Cain, say, and you've got Marathi in the army because Marathi's awesome, why wouldn't you? <laughs> um, and her, her command ability is actually quite good, but maybe for the, the trick you're trying to do, you want to use the Hag Queen's command ability instead, or something like that. Mm-hmm. So Marathi's not your general, even though she's in the army, she's clearly the one actually leading it. No, 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 the Hag Queen is the general, because you want access to that command ability. Uh, it's sort of taking that away and just going... I mean, you're paying the points for the unit. You should get everything on the unit sheet, yeah, which I, is cool. Yeah, totally agree. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, it's it's pretty good. Um. <laughs> yeah. It shows that they, they're, they're learning from, you know, the, like I said, these first mm. three years of Age of Sigmar, that there's things that need tweaking and they realize it. And uh, and I, I, I hope as well that this, this edition gets either people A on board or B, the people that mm. were a bit, yeah of age of sigma when it first mm. came out that it sort of encourages them to get stuck into it because it's it's yeah, a fantastic yeah. game with fantastic miniatures and it, it, you know and it, like i said it, we've said previously it, there is no there is no rules as in the way the world works and you know the well the, yeah, the mortal realms yeah. work now they're getting to the point where they're like right let's tighten things up but i but they still got the mm. creative freedom there just because they've said this is happening yeah. it's you know, anything can happen. We had Deepkin last, you know, yeah. <laughs> last yeah, few exactly. weeks. You know, they come out of the sea <laughs> from nowhere. So, you know, yeah. anything mm. can happen. So it's just, I, I think this is a perfect move on their behalf. So I think, no, I, I can't. And like you, this is a day one, mm. <laughs> absolute oh, yeah. day one absolutely. purchase. Um, like both of them look so good. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, also, something that I've noticed is not in our notes, but I feel they've been making a big push on. They've been talking about three major things, one of which is cinematic sorcery. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so, do you remember, say, a month, a month and a half ago, where they showed off the big purple ball? I do. Disco yep. ball of death. We know what that is now. Um, <laughs> we, haven't any, we haven't got an exact description of how it will work in game, but they've said on the Warhammer Community Live blog that... Um, Magic is going to be more cinematic, which in this case involves, for certain spells, you put an actual model on the table and it stays in play. I think the phrase was roaming predatory spells. Sounds very <laughs> cool. Um, they've shown off some of the models. One was the big uh, the big purple disco ball, which uh, has been pointed out to me on Twitter, was actually the purple son of Xerius, which is an old Warhammer fantasy battle uh, spell, mm-hmm. which I, I apologize. I've forgotten those ancient years so long <laughs> yeah, ago. Many uh, moons ago. Uh, I mean, I remember the spell now that someone's reminding me about it, but I feel bad for forgetting about it <laughs> in the intervening, like, seven years. Um, <laughs> it's a long time, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it it seems like there might be one tied to each realm of magic. That's the... You've got the big, the big sun for death ball, you know. Yeah. I think the only one that people were a bit unsure about was the Deepkin one. Yeah. And they're yeah, not sure weird, what that one's um, tied to. Yeah, uh, it might be life. It's weird. It's like a it's a ball of dark soul energy, but supported on a wave, so it doesn't seem to represent anything so clearly. But uh, there, there are some great images. There's the Oryx Shaman casting just these these two giant jaws. I love that one. By fire, <laughs> they're so good. Just just throw teeth. Yes, uh, <laughs> it's like a teeth fireball, isn't it? Like a teeth yeah, hadou- hadouken. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, exactly. Um, we got Morathi with two sort of lightning orbs, one dark and one light, so clearly representing light magic and shadow magic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is one of the new Stormcast wizards uh, casting a big fiery skull for fire. Uh, so yeah, um, presumably there are one or two more of these to be shown off, and 
in the next few days we should hopefully get the info on what they actually do slash how they actually work (laughs) because i'm really interested because like (laughs) someone on twitter told me told me that was the purple sun is and showed me the old spell card for and i looked it's like 15 plus to cast yes i remember those days where you rolled (laughs) a whole bunch of dice and added up the numbers (laughs) and it's like if you want to cast this different version, roll 25 plus. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a bit lightheaded, mate. <laughs> Ooh, lots of numbers. Um, so it'll be really, it'll be super interesting to see how they go. Um, also, we we saw the giant necromancer ball, the purple sun is areas in scale, and it is really, really big. It's huge. Um, <laughs> they had it next to one of the uh, the, the death necromancer, the um, standard mm-hmm. plastic clam kit model, and he was tiny next to it. So. <laughs> Big spells. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Big spells. Um, which I'm really into because spells are fun in either as psychic powers or as actual spells, uh, depending on if you're in 40k or Age of Sigma. But a lot of the times it just feels like I, I roll above a seven, I do X number of model wounds. Ooh. Um, <laughs> having it having it have a much bigger effect on the table sounds really, really yeah. cool. I'm really into it. Oh, it's sounding great. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. is. Good old Age of Sigma Part oh. Two. Um, yeah. Right, well, we've I mean, got still more to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Age of Sigma Part Two. Exactly. We've got. Um, <laughs> they've shown some new scenery as well. Mm. Um, yeah, which, new objectives. New objectives. Yep. Yeah. Um, they've also shown some new dice, which has caused obviously speculation because mm. they're command dice and terrain, and terrain dice. dice. Yeah, and status dice. Mm. <laughs> the plot thickens. So yeah, there's. Um, even if it just ends up being a better way to track what is what, that's cool. Like, you know, put a terrain dice with this up, say this is an arcane woods and this is a sacrificial ruins and things like that. Even if it just ends up being that, that's good and official way to track those things. <laughs> yeah. But I kind of really want it to be you roll for what the terrain is each turn or something like that. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, mean, I think they'll probably give some good mm. flexibility for it. So I could see that happening. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. there's also new some new paints. Yeah. Um, for uh, ghosts. Yes. <laughs> ghost, <laughs> ghost paint. Um, ghost paint. And it, it, yeah, the one's, uh, technical green paint, isn't it? Which I forgot mm. to write down the name of. Um, there's yeah, a screen. It's, it's night haunt something. Yes. <laughs> or <laughs> yes, malignant no. something or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So they, it, <laughs> what really, it's really good, especially with the, uh, the green one. It's, it just looks like it's going to make it super easy to paint them. Which yeah, I don't consider yeah. a bad thing. Just no, no. Prime them, I mean, whack I, it on. Yeah, I was just going to prime them white and put um nylac oxide all over them. But I'll also play around with these new paints because yeah. it looks super good. Absolutely. Uh, the other one is sort of a a dark grey blue, but it's applied in the same way. It's also a technical paint. Yes, it looks like so. Yeah, it, it's basically new washes, but they're more poppy. They've got sort of neon components or something to make them really, really bright. Uh, kind of along the nylac oxide yep. style of thing. Yeah. Excellent. Um, and from a Forge World point of view in Age of Sigmar, mm. they've shown off the new Corn Lord on a Dragon. Um, yeah. Which has got... Oh, I should have wrote down his name. He had a very long name. <laughs> Ooh, um, let me see. I'm, I might have a... Where is he? Uh, the triumphant debut of Fargroth the Scarred and his mighty draconic mount Scalock, the skull host of corn. That's there it. Go. <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Big names. Uh- <laughs> Big miniature. It's huge. Yeah, it's the uh, biggest Forge World Age of Sigma model they've mm, ever done. 
supposedly. Yeah. Um, they've been they've been talking a lot about the biggest model they've ever done for a while. Um, <laughs> this looks bigger than Smog, uh, so I'm gonna gonna go out and take them on their word for that. <laughs> yes. Uh, it was it was in a display case uh, a level above the Forge World Dread Saurian, which I know is huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that thing is like a foot and a half long or something. Yeah. Uh, and this dwarfed it yeah it was ridiculous <laughs> this is a big boy uh, <laughs> uh they had um actually what i like about the official pics is they had the um the empire man from the giants kit the little running away guy using him as a scale model for everything uh so just stick him in front of this big dragon running away uh, and that's your sense of scale because that's a roughly human-sized model exactly. like, oh my god <laughs> i can barely see him <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks amazing! Oh man, it's um, awesome! Yeah, right. Um, and then the Equador Prime, which yes. you loved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, so that's yeah. the Age of Sigma side of Warhammer Fest so far, which oh, is my God. Oh, oh, <laughs> mopping unless, my brain. Unless um, they, I, I feel we should mention this just in case something actually comes out of it. They mentioned in today's live blog some news about Gotrek Gurnison. But in their in their sort of summary for Saturday, in all their bullet points mixed in there is just a little bullet point that says Brian blessed as Gotrek Gurnison, and I don't know what to think about. Yeah, that. we don't have any context for that yet. <laughs> no, so, I'm really interested to find out what it is. I'm what sure they we'll find out that. later today. <laughs> yeah, oh, I feel I should be checking the Reddit constantly as we do this. Episode. Yeah, exactly. Well, if you know, if you come across it while we're still recording. We'll slip it in. Mm, mm. <laughs> but yeah. we'll now move on to the 40 and 30k side of things. Um, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in no particular order. We have seen the first new plastic sister. And oh. she... <laughs> and she <laughs> looks amazing. <laughs> she looks absolutely oh fantastic. Um, yeah. From what I've seen, I presume that was like an an upscaled version or was it because i didn't it... uh i think it was a 3d render that was going oh. to be used for the upscale yes. version and um did they hint yeah. or i think i read that they hinted that mm. this is going to be the potential advance version before the you know before the main bulk of yeah. them come out this will be the like the the taster one they'll release just to you if know. so i'm buying like 10 <laughs> so good. oh my god she looks amazing it's it, just the level of detail is ridiculous. It's astounding, like she's isn't it? A rosarius and everything like that. She's got these really good facial scars. Her hair looks really detailed. It is, oh, um, <laughs> and it's just it's continuing on from what they showed in Age of Sigma yesterday, uh, which is, I mean, uh, Sisters of Battle already existed, so it's not like they're pushing this in to make it more accessible to everyone, but like a good more or less non-sexualized female model that looks really good and sort of looks interesting, looks powerful in their own way. I am absolutely 100% there for that. She looks amazing. Yep. If the rest of the Sisters of Battle line looks that good, I'm going to have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) So so is your bank balance. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, tell me about it. (laughs) That's right, it's next year. (laughs) We know it's 2019 for the Sisters. I've got got time to take out a loan. But this this particular miniature has been uh, based on a that uh, piece of artwork from quite a few mm. years ago. Yeah, um, like the classic, classic design. Man. Yeah, it's mm. oh, she is looking oh, fantastic. 
Wow, what yeah. a thing to start with. Right, um, <laughs> next thing they mentioned, um, which has been mentioned previously in the community that we knew it was coming, They've, um, they're redoing yeah. the Adeptus Titanicus board game. Mm -hmm. uh, this is coming out in August, according to the uh, yeah. the news. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not very familiar particularly with the original version, which was out yeah, quite a few neither. years ago, um, so I can't say too much about it. I mean, I'm, I used to play epic 40k back in when i was a kid mm -hmm. and i used to love that um what was the name of that um titan on the front cover the one that looked like it had a big cathedral on the back of it oh uh that would have been the emperor class i'm assuming i think it actual cathedral yeah <laughs> yeah just looked like it did i can't remember, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah emperor class yeah because uh, because what it goes it goes warhound reaver warlord then emperor class is the one they've never actually made because it's too big and even forge world won't do it uh <laughs> <laughs> which like i've seen i've seen scratch built emperor titans and they're like four and a half feet tall so yeah yeah it was oh it just i used to love because i actually owned epic 40k mm. and I, I used to absolutely love that mod it was one off the the front cover from what i remember or, yeah, yeah um anyway i digress um so yeah so <laughs> adeptus uh, adeptus titanicus is as i said coming out um and for a lot of people are celebrating because this is the the way they'll be able to actually finally own a warlord titan <laughs> i know right there's um what is it there's that uh there's that facebook club for official owners of the warlord titans i feel they're going to get a lot of entrance <laughs> yes yeah, i've got one it may only be a Look, quarter of the size head. but i've got one yeah i mean i feel i should point out it's done in an eight millimeter scale the warlord titan is still a, as big or slightly bigger than an actual imperial knight model for 40k yeah oh yeah they're not like, they're not small they're just smaller yeah. <laughs> than the mm, um mm. But I, I, I quite like the fact as well is that they've um, they're plastic, but they've think they're going to there's going to be resin weapon upgrades as well. Weapon swaps, yeah. Which is and, cool. Um, apparently, apparently, it's designed for easy magnetization, which is really cool. Lovely. Like they they know people are going to want to buy different sw sets to swap these out, but maybe don't want to buy the initial kit several times for several warlords. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they look great. Uh, what it, so the warlords are set in their loadout. The knights appear to be set in their loadout, but the reavers will have changeable loadouts. There's no warhound for some reason, but uh, who knows? Uh. Yeah. It, I, I th also, what they've revealed as well is that there's going to be different editions of the game as well. Mm. There's going to be a sort of is it a grand ma grandmaster edition or something like that? There's going to yeah. be a, like a grand edition which is going to basically have everything in it. Um, but then they sort of hinted that, you know, you could buy the rule book separately and all the other, you know, so you can sort of pick and choose how you get into this game. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Sorry. I just imagine you can buy the rule book separately. I just imagine someone playing with the actual to scale models. <laughs> yeah, I could, yeah. I can see. Well, what? Oh, if you can, if you got so it. so cool. Why not? Oh my God. It was, um, I want to see, I want to see that battle report. It, actually, I remember again. I'm slightly going off topic, but I was I was on I was on the Warhammer 30k Reddit recently, and someone mm. was in there. It looked like a workshop or something. There was someone that clearly looked like they were doing it at, at work as yeah. opposed to their home. Yeah. But they were basically doing a two on one um, 
thirty k battle, but with with titans. Okay. Um, and it was and it was nice. twenty five thousand points. It was twelve and a half k <laughs> versus twelve and a half k, and it was just it was crazy. It took oh them eight hours God. to have the one battle. Yeah, I bet it did. Um, I bet I, it, it to be did. fair, it was probably quite an old post because you know the Reddit's quite old as well. So yeah. I, I, I'm not saying it's a recent thing, but it was just, I was just like, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of time and a lot of money <laughs> you got there. Oh, worth it. Worth it. Oh, if absolutely. If you if you got a it, big space. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you got it, flaunt it. Um, flaunt mm. those titans. So yes. Yeah, so that's oh, Adeptus man. Titanicus. Um, yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll see what. I mean, I I I don't think I'll get into it, but I I I'd buy a titan of some yeah. sort. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'd buy one just to say I have. Yes, yeah, so I want to be part of the club. I, I own a warlord titan. What I'm using it as? Oh, I'm using it as a knife proxy. <laughs> it's the right size. I'm just going to. We can put it on our CVs. Going to the next job yeah. interview. Um, yes, yeah, oh, so, warlord. Um, warlord titan. Um, so when do I start? <laughs> um, oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine all the posts that are going to start? Like I finished painting my warlord titan. It only took me five hours to paint. Don't know what all you guys are doing. The yeah, way these people going crazy. Two years to paint your titan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the internet will blow up. Um, right. Yeah. So the next thing they've revealed um, is they've revealed the eighth. Horus Heresy book, as in not the novels, but the mm. actual rule Forge World game. Yeah, the the, the big black yeah. ones with the that look like big tomes, <laughs> you know, the, the leather bound mm. ones that are again quite expensive. Yeah. So it's going to be called uh, Malevolence, um, and it's from what it says, it's going to include the White Scars, Blood Angels, Alpha Legion, and Space Wolves, um, which I think nice. has annoyed Dark Angel players because i think <laughs> dark angels haven't been yeah. aren't there yet in any of the books again i could no. be wrong that's just what i read um so yeah that's ticking along you know it's <laughs> so for yeah horus heresy players they're going to be happy because there's more yeah. another big book for them to save up to buy <laughs> um <laughs> another loan um and uh on the back of again horus heresy the uh alpha legion praetors have uh, been announced as well mm. who mm. look fantastic i mean we i think we briefly saw them when they um showed us alfarius a few weeks ago yeah, last month yeah. whenever it was um mm. so yeah these were on the cards and they've been revealed yeah. so oh. oh uh speaking of which alfarius is out in the wild now he's yes. escaped warhammer first yes uh, he did yes <laughs> made his yes, way they to did. youtube where i've seen unboxings yeah yeah it's the most expensive so single normal there. marine you'll buy. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, yeah. Unfortunately, he's because I think when we spoke about him a few episodes ago, he, mm. he's yeah, unfortunately he's at the top end. He's at the well for yeah, the UK seventy five pounds. So he's the yeah the more expensive version of them. But ah, but well. he, he's he looks cool. Like I said, you get you get two whole marine models. Exactly. Two normal, beautiful marine models. Exactly. Intricately detailed. <laughs> <laughs> Bargain. Um, mm. So, yeah, the next thing they shown was the return of the Dreadnought drop pod, because mm. they're cool, people Made want bigger them. and better. Exactly. Drop, drop those. Sized up to actually fit a contemptor like it's meant to. Yes. And it looks awesome. Like you just, just, yeah. just drop it in. There you yeah. go. There's your contemptor. Um, they also announced a the next Imperial Armor book, which is Talons of the Emperor. Mm-hmm. So if you want to use your awesome. custodies and your Sisters of Silence, um, yeah, then use in them in 40K. the in the forty k yep universe. 
So yeah. Imperial. And it's also going to bring the uh, the Grey Knight stuff. Yes, yeah, sorry, and Grey Knights. Yes, well. they're the three. Yeah, mm. that's right. Um, pretty cool. And the last thing that we I think I remember them talking about was the huge Necron Titan. The well, it's called a Necron that construct. Thing is pretty big. It's yes, yeah. um, which looks very, very cool as well. Because you know, why can't mm. Necrons have Titans as well? Yeah, they yeah. deserve it. They deserve, of course, they do. They, you know, they've been around. They've you. been around a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Quite yeah, a long time. Yeah. So um, mm. I think they. I think they also showed off the Sisters of Silence leader model. She yes. Looks cool. Yes. Um, and a new Dark Mechanicus model from Forge World, which also looked pretty cool. Yes, the uh, Anacritus Scoria. Scoria. Yeah, that was it. Um, Which looks awesome. And also, there's yet another new tank, um, which I think is for the Solar Auxilia, which is the... It's like a cross between... Yeah, a cross between a Predator and an Aurox Armoured Transport. And Mm. it looks (laughs) awesome. (laughs) yeah, I, my first exposure to it was someone read it going, is it just me or is this incredibly ugly? And everyone going, no, no, it fits with the army. <laughs> I, well, yeah, I, I, well, I, I, I think it looks beautiful mm. myself. I can see why people yeah, think it looks I, ugly, but I, I think it looks great. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think it fits 30k really well. Oh, uh, that's, it doesn't look that's so how good it was. in the 40k context. Yeah. yeah. No, get with, I was going to say, get, it, get it with the times. Older. Don't don't get with the times. That's the point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um... <laughs> So yeah, I think that was. Is there anything else we missed? I think that's the uh, at least the main um, uh, bit. Ooh, ooh, ooh. The green tide rises. Oh yes, uh, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. Uh, orcs are just climbing up the ladder in the tournament. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, click That was the most clickbaity live blog title I saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the green tide rising. Like they're going to do it. They're going to announce orcs secretly on the second <laughs> day. <I'm> like, no. <laughs> um. Oh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't let them. Let them have nothing though. There was there was new orc models announced. The orc cheerleaders for Blood Bowl. Bloodborne, yeah. Blood Bowl, Bloodborne, Blood Bowl. Sorry, Blood Bowl. So, oh my god. I'm sorry. I'm so more used to saying Bloodborne, but Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, because uh, people wanted and a it. Dark Elf team. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Like, I, hey, look, if someone wanted orc cheerleaders. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, you why not? You you go happy. for them. You have them. <laughs> um, the Dark Elf team looks really good. The Nagaroth nightmares. Mm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the assassins look really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, they do actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like they look like they'd fit right into Age of Sigma without actually converting them. It's just different armor. Don't paint it like uh, shoulder pads. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. See, look, there's a tip for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Buy yeah, them. And just exactly. Put them into Age of Sigma. Um, and then there was yeah, a few. Li- just do it. They also they also spoke about um, House Cordor in. Um, Necromander mm, as well. Necromander. I think that's the next. Yeah, the uh, next gang. The faithful scavengers, whatever they are. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah, everyone, mm. everyone, every, you know, no matter what your game is, you, you got a bit of good news. You know, it's yeah, yeah. I mean, in in before they announced chaos, Allegiant Russ returning right as we finish this recording or something. <laughs> I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just as we're back to the Yeah, we're just, we're just releasing a uh, 40k version of uh, Fulgrim. Bye! <laughs> like, oh. No! <laughs> we've got to wait two weeks <laughs> to talk about it. Uh. <laughs> uh, right. Oh, Actually, well, talking, yeah. of, talking of Fulgrim, um, we're going because he's going to be the next part of the show, mm. um, we're going to, after that news um, from Whammerfest and 
the last few weeks. Whew. Uh, we're going to take a very much needed break. And like I said, uh, yeah. when we come back from yeah. the break, we're going to talk about your favourite Primark and mine, Fulgrim. Yeah. And welcome back from that very well-needed break, going through all the news from Warhammer Fest. Um, but we're now getting into the main part of our show. And um, as said, we're going to talk about our favourite Primark of all, which is uh, Fulgrim, <laughs> Mr. Fulgrim. Um, <laughs> you may want to call him. <laughs> Old F. Um, but he's also known as the Phoenician, the Illuminator, or the uh, Prefactor of uh, Chemos. Um, but mm. yeah, to us, he's our, well, for me, he's my favourite Primark, and I think he's yours, Cameron, or one of your yeah, favourites. he's, he's, pretty, he's, he's up pretty high up there. Yeah. He's, mm. he's a cool boy to talk about he's an interesting one he's a, he's a tragic one as well in some ways oh, a bit definitely. like magnus yeah um so yeah so for this main part of the show we're, we're going to sort of go through his general background sort of where he started and basically where he ended up um we will be making references to the two main fulgrim novels which is fulgrim funny enough uh the horace heresy <laughs> novel by uh, graham mcneil um and yeah. also the relatively uh recent novel which is um sort of a, a prequel to that which is the palatine phoenix by josh reynolds so spoiler alerts if you haven't read any of these two books we'll be making <laughs> <laughs> reference but you know yeah yeah we sort of have to <laughs> we can't avoid it really yes no so yes full grim let's start let's start once upon a time in his upbringing <laughs> so <laughs> so yeah so um Fulgrim is the Primarch of the Third Legion, which is the Emperor's Children. Um, well, he still is. Yeah, yeah. Just a demon version now. Uh, so, <laughs> so pre, well, part of the Great, well, sorry, pre Great Crusade, um, he was like all the Primarchs. He was found on a planet after being cast aside by the many Chaos Gods. Uh, he was found on the mining planet of um, Chemos. I'll say Chemos. Could be Chemos. Mm. You know, yeah, I'll change it throughout, no doubt. Um, so, on Cam- Sam, wow. yeah, why not? Um, so, he was found on this mining planet. Uh, the planet, uh, not the nicest planet, then, but then again, no. none of them seem to be. <laughs> the Primarchs, it's always, it's always a test for them all. Um, it's a planet, a mining planet, cut off by warp storms. Um, so, it's a it's a planet which is really struggling to survive and not even due to war like which is obviously a lot of it it's mm. all invasion it's actually just general survival because they're really struggling to provide produce resources um because like i said it's just a everyone has to work to uh to produce these resources because like i said because of the warp storms um traders from you know from 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 other planets really struggle to get to them so they they have to be mm. a very self uh, sufficient um planet but the problem is they struggle to do that just because the way their systems are built just the agriculture it basically means that everyone that can has to work <laughs> it's a you know it's a it's mm, one of those where yeah. you know sorry kid <laughs> you know you know put put down that put down that uh, video game controller we're sending you down the mines <laughs> it's, yeah, into so, the coal mine with you yeah, exactly <laughs> it's one of those sort of situations where it's all about survival you know and it, it, from what we see it's it, like i said it doesn't seem to be about war you know you know it doesn't seem to be a no. planet which has much um conflict because they just there's not 
there's no place for conflict <laughs> if they if they if they had conflict they would be you know they would just be dying anyway because of mm. uh, the lack of resources and unfortunately the planet yeah. is slowly dying you know it's one of those where it's on a bit of a ticking time bomb so yeah yeah uh fulgrim uh, is phoned by the caretakers and i don't mean the people that um you know look after the place not the janitors cleaning up and making sure things are fine it's it's basically the <laughs> the uh, the the chemos police um yeah. force which seems to be the only military-esque force on the planet from what i gather anyway mm. um and basically he's found by these three particular caretakers um one of them goes to kill him because it's basically it's gonna be another drain on the planet because it's, mm. again you know this whole survival thing they don't any orphans they unfortunately try to get rid of them because they just don't have a they just don't it's just another, another mouth to feed unfortunately they just don't yeah. have yeah. the uh, space and capacity for it but um luckily one of them stops the other one from doing it and <laughs> what i love in the in the backstory is that he's given he he's given to this one caretaker to basically become his you know his adopted uh, father that due to his mm. beauty, due to Fulgrim's beauty, like, you can't kill him. He's so beautiful. He's such a pretty baby. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> Look, yeah. Look at him bench pressing that, that log <laughs> at two years old. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, I just, I, which is a whole thing, this whole beauty thing, you know, with Fulgrim, you know. In the early days, he's a beautiful, beautiful guy. <laughs> so that's a key, mm. key part of him. Very charismatic. So. Um, so like all the Primarchs, he, um, basically, uh, you know, adva- as, you know, advances above his years as they all do. He's, mm. he basically becomes what's called an executive, which is sort of one of their leaders of sort on this yeah, sort of planet yeah. by an, a young age, by I think it's basically the age of 15. You know, he's basically one of the guys mm. helping run it, you know, so that shows how quickly he's coming on. Um, but the key thing he does to the planet is due to his you know his understanding and knowledge he finds ways to improve the production level of everything the machinery mm. the technology you know they basically go around different parts of the of chemos to you know basically resurrect like mines that have been redundant for you know god knows how many years and <laughs> he basically like i said he just he just whips them into shape but you know you know but saying look no no you can do it look if we do it this way you know yeah. and and yeah oh, that completely transforms the planet because basically with this new production lines and machinery and technology that he's come up with they just they can now start making enough resources to survive you know not well actually more mm. than survive to actually comfortably yeah. <laughs> survive you know like a planet yeah to flourish yeah basically <laughs> um which then leads to another key point of fulgrim and the emperor's children to a degree um is he brings back art and culture because obviously mm. because of the whole survival thing they haven't got time for culture and art yeah. you know it's just like no <laughs> there's no point trying to look at admire a painting if you're about to die of starvation this is no, it's not yeah, yeah. not important enough you know anymore so obviously fulgrim is very of that sort of nature he like you know he appreciates art and culture he's like right great look you know we're, we're surviving now so you know get painting get uh get writing your poems you know this that's make some statues yeah, statues. Oh, oh are you going to make it of me? I'll oh, go on then. Oh, um, <laughs> I guess. Strikes a pose. <laughs> I can imagine Pilgrim doing that. <laughs> which, angle, which angle do you want me from? Um, yeah. So yeah. so, yeah, so basically, 
I think from what I've read anyway, from about the years of, I think he's about 50. And even though he becomes an executive at 15, about 50 is when like everything's in its prime at that point. Like these, those 50 Mm. years, he's, it's, you know, to a level they never thought possible. And then in a timely fashion, uh, you know, spaceships from above start appearing at Kermos. Um, yeah. Which basically is, as, as expected, is the Emperor turning up, going, ah, another one of my sons. I find him. Um, mm-hmm. And compared to when we were speaking about Mortarian a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. where obviously Morty was a bit resistant to the Emperor and, you know, had to sort of, <laughs> the Emperor gave him a challenge. Fulgrim was like, I'm on board. You know, I'm you, you've yeah. got me in this. Um, I mean, the, the caretakers, again, the police were, you know, were a bit at uh, first when the emperor was coming down, like, whoa, you know, and uh, Fulgrim mm. realized, I think through a dream, he, you know, he, oh, sorry, not a dream, like a memory triggered memory, in him. He's like, yeah. no, 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 let this guy through. He's got, I got, I think I've got a good, mm. got a good feeling about this guy, this emperor guy. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he, um, so yeah, he submits to the emperor and why not? So, yeah, um, and because of this, he the it's a bit of a mixed bag at this point because Fulgrim is given the third legion, as we said, the Emperor's children, or mm. then are then named the Emperor's children in honor of the Emperor, obviously. Um, but obviously, the downside mm. is there's only about two hundred of them. He's like, um, yeah. hang on, why have I only got two hundred? Um, the other guys uh, have got thousands. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's um, there's been a problem with the gene seed, uh, unfortunately. Mm. So there's they're in a, a sort of situation where they they're desperately trying to recoup what they can. Um, obviously, it's good timing mm. now because Fulgrim's here. Yeah, <laughs> so they, yeah, they've got a pure source for once instead of the tainted one they've been working with. Uh. Exactly. So uh, happy days. So you know, you only got two hundred, but um, but the good thing is, from Fulgrim's <laughs> point of view, he treats the two hundred like they're ten, like like they're ten thousand. He, he doesn't, you know, yeah. numbers don't mean anything. Yeah. He's like, this is my, these are my guys, these are my sons. Mm. You know, yeah. Don't worry, it's not it's quality over quantity. That's how we're gonna. Mm. That's how we're yeah, gonna. Yeah, exactly. That's how we're gonna play this game, um, which obviously <laughs> shows you this. The, is to me, it come across as like the early seeds of his pursuit of perfection. You know, perfection mm. is a massive thing to Fulgrim. That's what he's all about. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's trying. He, a lot of other, you know, Primarchs would have been quite annoyed at this, but he looks at this as a challenge. He's like, oh, that's fine. I can do it mm. with two hundred. It's fine. Yeah. Um, I, I have to be the best I can because I literally don't have the numbers to not be the best. No, exactly. And he, he just can't handle <laughs> not being the best at what he does. So mm. it's, uh, you know, he's, he takes it on, takes it on his beautiful chin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, he's of all the... <laughs> That chisel jaw. Um, he mm. he um, he's very close to Ferris Manis as well of the um, mm. Iron Hands. Um, yeah, I'm making sure I didn't say Iron Warriors there. <laughs> it was like the yeah. Iron Hands. Hands. <laughs> Hands yes, got it right. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's a he, he just they instantly form a bond. They just which is quite mm. funny because they're quite polar opposites in some degrees. Ferris Manis is very. Yeah methodical very you know he's not about art or culture it's just you know yeah compared to fulgrim but he's not what you call handsome no he's uh he's a bit of a brute you know he gets the job done he's he's good at what like they all are they're yeah. good at what they do but you, you at first you think these would be two primarchs that wouldn't be the 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 you know that would get on but 
they obviously mm. find their love of forging basically um yes. so they challenge yeah. each other to forge a weapon which eventually ends up with uh, ferris manis uh basically forging uh fireblade which is a lovely sword which he gives to fulgrim and in turn fulgrim mm-hmm. uh forges forge breaker which is a massive warhammer which he gives to ferris manis mm-hmm. they play swapsies and go here you go yeah, I mean, it yeah. makes sense. I think, let's be honest, if you saw these two Primarchs, that would be the two weapons you would imagine them having. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I can't imagine Ferris using a sword. It didn't look right and, and vice mean, versa. So, yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> makes sense. So, they're, they're buddies. You know, they've made these amazing weapons for each other. So, happy days. Mm. So, uh, Cameron, do you want to... So that's his, sorry, that's the upbringing of uh, yes. of Phil Grimm. So do you yes. want to do, go into the sort of the the Palatine Phoenix because that would sort of be the next sort of uh, chronological thing yeah. to a degree. Yeah. Um. So you know he's got his legion now. He's got a new friend. He's buddy buddy with at least one of the Primarchs. Uh. But he he still has to prove himself. Uh. So he sent out on I believe it's the twenty third expedition. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Yes, it is um, the 23rd. No, 28th, yeah, isn't which, it? 28th? Uh, tw- it's it's either the 28th or the 23rd. I can't remember now. Because oh, I think Lair is 28th 3, because I think it's the 3rd of the 28th. But I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think it might be the But yeah, but it's one of those, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, he gets sent off on that, even with his fairly minimal forces, because, uh, you know, you've you, you got to do your thing. you got to go crusading. Uh, it's the time. <laughs> they see me crusading. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, and in the Palatine Phoenix, we had a description of what he was like sort of during the crusade before the beginning of heresy, and it's mm-hmm. really interesting. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we get a good description of how expeditions in the crusade worked, which is really cool, because it's, uh, it's the Emperor's Children, of course, the Third Legion, uh, and Fulgrim, but they're also pulling along an entire regiment of the Imperial Guard, who I don't remember exactly what regiment it was, but, you know, they've got all these auxiliary detachments, and then they just have these hordes of nobles and artists and remembrances, so yep. journalists. Uh, <laughs> and it's it's sort of just this one big, long invasion party, uh, <laughs> is what it sort of feels like. It's like, oh, what world have we come to today, Lord Fulgrim? Ah, yes, behold... Behold, world twenty-eight two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I shall name it twenty-eight two. Uh, it's the second one we have encountered on our twenty-eighth expedition. Uh, Amazing. Um, but you know, yeah, yeah. Um, he he really feels the need to prove himself mm-hmm. to the other Primarchs who have already done all these great feats because he was discovered fairly late into the Crusade as well. Uh, like you know, one hundred and fifty odd years before the Heresy began. You know, the Crusade had been going for a couple hundred years already. Um, and so, between not having very many marines to work with, not having a lot of time to prove himself, like, I'm, I can imagine it must have felt like the galaxy was getting smaller by the day as the other arms of the crusade just start spreading further and further. Um, he, he's sort of under pressure, acts in ways that no other Primarch would. Like, it's not... He, he goes... <laughs> I don't remember the exact quote, but basically, it's not efficient to be like Angron, just drop onto the planet with 10,000 soldiers and try and butcher the entire world just because they said, we're not sure about joining this galactic empire you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Just drop them in, kill um, them all. Just drop them in, kill them all. Uh, Angron, Angron needs a little help. I think, uh, I think imagine, I can just imagine Angron would just do that anyway, even though they said, right, would you, right, 
we we think you should be part of the Imperial Truth. You need to join the Imperium. Well, can we think mm. about it? No, you're going to die no. now. <laughs> like, as soon as they even hesitate, I'm going to drop in world eaters in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but Fulgrim can't do that. He doesn't have the troops to do that. Uh, and also, that's not the efficient way of doing things. That's no. costly. That's expensive. Um, and so instead, he determines he's going to make he's going to make an example of this world that he comes across. I forget the name of the world. In the it's um, by Byzaz. Byzaz. Oh yes, Byzaz. Yes, something like that. Um, uh, so he's going to take the planet in one month with six marines. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like a TV show. Most- <laughs> Yeah, I know, one month, right? six marines, one Primarch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and like when I read that in the book, I'm like, that's already pressing. It, they're 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 already pushing like the uh, the limits of uh, suspension of disbelief. Where it's like a thousand a thousand marines can take a planet. I'm like, I guess technically maybe that sounds fake, but okay, we'll take it. Yeah. And then it's like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it with six. And I'm like, what? And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't understand. Fighting people is inefficient. You have to spend ammunition. You have to spend lives. No, I'm going to talk to them for a month and they're going to join no matter <laughs> yeah, what. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to them and flick my hair for a month. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and, I mean, he, he does the dang thing. Yeah, uh, he does. To summarise the entire book very quickly. Um, <laughs> yeah, at the end, he, he does it. <laughs> not not it. as easy as that, admittedly. <laughs> no, not as easy as that. Um so it's pretty cool like they get a generally friendly reception this is one of these more feudalistic worlds where it's all all the powers divvied up between different noble houses there's sort of a figurehead government that kind of thing um it's pretty good uh the the introduction is they do this grand ball and he's just sipping some wine he's like "Mm, what a disappointment it's like oh what's wrong with the wine it's poison Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, i guess it's still good though yeah (laughs) just keeps drinking you just imagine the assassins like what (laughs) Just shaking it off. Like, you didn't do your research. We've got a whole organ for identifying and neutralizing poisons. I mean, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Just like all the space marines around the room are like, yes, yes, this wine is very poison. Not bad, though. It's a bit bitter. (laughs) (laughs) A bit bitter. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You know, he's he's making a show of force, Uh essentially. Like, he's saying, I've come down. These are my six people. Uh, there are all these other people with me. There's some more diplomats. There's some journalists. Yes, they're going to take pictures of your lovely cultural world. Uh, this this is the captain of the guard. You don't have to worry about him. He's not going to do anything. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, um, um, everyone's favourite, uh, Fabius Bile. Yep, Fabius Bile coming along. It's like, oh, what's that? What's that creepy guy with the spider backpack? Or he's like, oh, he's going to test all your children because we want you to join us, <laughs> and uh, we need to figure out which of your kids we can take and turn into Marines. And like, we're like, what? Um, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> that sounds very not good. Uh, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, there's an assassination attempt. Fulgrim shows off. And by shows off, I mean stops the assassination attempt single-handedly, mm-hmm. runs and pulls down an airship out of the sky by himself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah, uh, does, does a big show of force and gets people on side, more or less. Like, it's interesting because the entire book is him pushing to do this quickly and yeah. to do this efficiently. <clears throat> but to do that, he has to do it right. Yes. And, so, you know, it's, it's things like he's walking the streets and getting to know the people. Like, he's showing them that, He's not terrifying. 
you know, and he's the best Primark for this. Like, again, you can't imagine Angron walking through the streets and picking up a little girl and letting her ride on his shoulders and stuff. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think that would ever happen, funny enough. <laughs> no, only, only works because it's Fulgrim who's doing it. <laughs> only, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe Gilliman could have pulled it off, but... <laughs> yeah, but imagine the little girl crying and go, this guy's boring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not as interesting as my anime man I had a minute ago. Anime <laughs> man, <laughs> yeah. Fulgrim yeah. is very anime, I must admit. Yeah. He's he, he's very ambition and he's all kind of... I mean, he's very strong, but he's very light. He's got the long silver hair. Mm-hmm. He's Griffith. He's Griffith from, from Berserk. Berserk, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is why everyone loves to hate him. Uh, <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs> he's so beautiful. Oh, God, actually. <laughs> Actually, he's a lot like Griffith from Berserk. He is, very much. I, I was going to say that. It's, uh. it's, it's scary. <laughs> I, it's scary, actually, they, how they much they parallel with mm. each other. It's but uh, may, Maybe some influence, who knows? Wouldn't put it past him. I don't know. <laughs> mm. um, you know, he, he's doing his diplomatic stuff and rooting out these sort of rebel elements uh, because the, the planet is actually slowly dying, dying of stagnation, which, ironic comparing to the Imperium 10,000 years later, I know, but... Uh, Sort of as food gets scarcer because the noble houses are squeezing the planet for everything it's got, there are these rebellions breaking out across, and he's like, cool. You go, it goes to his six guys who are like, you go with this detachment and go sort out this entire country, and you go sort out this entire country, and you go and sort out this entire country. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, I've got six men, I've got a month, I've got to sort everything out, and then they'll accept me and they'll come willingly into the Imperial fold. Um... (laughs) You know, there's a deep, there's a, there's a deeper mystery with like uh, secret societies. Yep. Like the truth is this, the truth is that. Um, it eventually boils down to Fulgrim. Fulgrim does have flaws. Like he is impatient in his yeah, short tempered as well, and short tempered, which is a big problem. Like he gets snappy. Uh, he's very unhappy when he when he feels pressed for time. Yeah, uh, which he feels that a lot in this book. <laughs> um, and be- because of that he gets reckless yes like you know near the end of the book he's sorted out the rebellion he's found out it's being orchestrated by the same secret society that's been behind the scenes all the time oh, oh, i know you would never thought, saw that coming would have never seen that coming <laughs> um and so just plans an all-out assault and goes in there and goes to fight and <laughs> works out halfway through the enemy stronghold oh They've just put a nuclear bomb in the basement. Of course they did. I love when that happened. I just, I, you knew, you yeah. knew obviously there was a trap coming, but it's just the mm. fact that that because obviously he'd been there prior. So obviously in the novel mm. he he's met with the Brotherhood before this the society, mm. and obviously now he's he's there was something he could he could hear a noise, but he presumed it was just people mm. you know bustling and off I don't know like some office people down <laughs> underneath yeah some, and some machinery yeah, you know just something. something's going on <laughs> and then obviously now he's like wait a minute that sounds I know what that sound is and yes it's a it's a nuclear bomb they're trying to nuke him yeah <laughs> literally in the yeah. same room I mean he proved himself pretty much proof to everything else they tried I can't blame them <laughs> yeah they're like right well, should we try we'll poison him no we'll try just shooting him mm. no nuke him no it didn't work <laughs> Nuke him. Yeah, we tried literally everything else we know. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, b- because he's reckless and because he ran in without you know properly scoping everything out, he almost got sucked into that trap. It was nearly his downfall. Mm-hmm. And you know, he doesn't tell anyone about that. Of course, um, <laughs> no. he just stopped the bomb. He's got a. He's got a. 
yeah, there's like, no, I got in there, I stopped the rebellion, I stopped a bomb, and it was like, a bomb? It's like, yes, they had a bomb. <laughs> Not for any reason. Uh, they just had one. Uh, <laughs> uh, but we, we also get some interesting things in, like, the, um... It, it's that moment where the myth of Space Marines breaks down, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> because at the same time as Fulgrim's off doing that, some of his men are protecting the planetary governor, yes. who is about to cede power to the Imperium. And uh, one of them is very nearly killed by a group of noble duelists. Yes, they, they, it's like a, space mar- a special sword, yeah. isn't it? I can't remember the name of it. No. Yeah, it's a it's a vib- it's a vibrating sword yes. basically. Instead of being a monomolecular edge or being a power sword, it's just it's it's vibrating really fast, so it can shunt between things more easily and stuff yeah. like that. That's right. Um, yeah, uh, but the, I mean, the whole point of that is it's not because they had that weapon that they could actually rely r- reliably have a chance of taking out a space marine, one of these conquering angels who they've barely known for a month. It's because the emperor's children are arrogant and proud and this particular guy had been showing off for the last month by dueling with these same guys mm-hmm. whenever they challenged him instead of doing what Fulgrim said and not showing off to the locals effectively unless he told them to um, and because they, they, because they've had time to anticipate how he moves and learn how, how he moves and everything he's nearly killed the planetary governor is nearly killed a whole bunch of ruckus goes up um, and like uh because the so often Warhammer Forty Thousand fiction is Space Marines are amazing and wonderful and they're like this and they're more or less infallible and those are cool to read, but it's <laughs> really they are they're good but Absolutely. it's really good to read this and to understand like because that is that is imperial propaganda basically let's say if you're on a non-compliant world thinking about coming into compliance that is what you would hear about space marines they're these avenging angels they're the hand of the god emperor they're immortal and unbeatable in combat and it's like no give me a month to study how he how he fights and even though i can't see him move i know where he's moving mm-hmm. um and that was that felt like a a bit of a turning point in the attitude legion like we need to be better again we thought we were the best, but, but because we think we're the best, we're not the best. We need to always strive forwards and move forwards no matter what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sort of really cemented that aspect of the Legion. Uh, and also Fabius Bile messing around with mutant <laughs> DNA and stuff like that. Up to his old tricks. I, yeah, you're Up right. To his old tricks. You're right, actually. I mean, I, I think <laughs> what I quite... I, I really enjoyed the Palatine Phoenix, and I think what I found enjoyable about... Well, there's a few things I found enjoyable about it. I think... you know, mm. And this, this is going to sound quite weird, but I think... I enjoyed the non-marine stuff side of it as well. I enjoyed mm, the, yeah. the politics, even though that's not my sort of thing. I enjoyed yeah, how they were trying to deal with the compliance or how how the parts mm. of the planet were plotting against them and how, well, you know, you've got this, he's, you know, he's got this guy on board, but then this group, uh, you know, uh, mm. uh, having problems with this group. And then this group is, was, was on his side. And all of a sudden they turns, he's part of the secret society and he starts attacking, you know, it's just all this, you know, all this <laughs> underhand stuff going on that sort of behind the scenes while you've got Fulgrim just going, I'll do it in a month. It's fine. I've got it. It's in the bag. Yeah. It's all yeah. good. Yeah. You know, there's <laughs> you know, six of us and me, we've got it sorted. And it's just, it's just mm. great how, yes, it is quite a predictable story where, you know, they go down you expect it to be where they're, you know, I suppose 
you know everything's all fine like yeah that's right yeah you know and then obviously things start going where it's a bit of a challenge for them mm. naturally it wouldn't because otherwise that'd be the most boring book ever <laughs> if there wasn't <laughs> anything any uh anything untowards happening towards them but it it's that's what i liked about it i just like the fact that you just you're seeing it from it and i think this is one of the strengths of josh um josh reynolds the author that it um it it just came together well it was it, the description of how things were happening it was you know there wasn't a great deal of fighting there was just little bits here you know when it counts there was fighting obviously but that wasn't the predominant sort of aspect of it and also i really liked you know mm. going back to fulgrim i liked what you saw of him you saw the great charismatic you know side of him especially oh, i loved yeah. his chats yeah. with like um what's her name gorkanda pike you know the the older lady yeah that, the it, diplomat yeah who's who's a really good character mm. in her own right as well she's actually really oh, interesting yeah, she's great. um not what you expect and you know you see you it's, it was cool seeing the interact you know the in, interaction between a primarch like him and mm. just normal mortal people of, you know and how he you know how he deals with them you know it's just that he's you know how mm. clever he is at, at manipulating people but not necessarily in a, always in a bad way um but yeah, then yeah. you see the other side of him which comes very you know prominent you know through what we're going to talk about shortly um is mm. that you know short-tempered impatient arrogant side mm. of him you know just the patch you know the, like he gets described as being you know a child in a primarch's body at times yeah you know and, it, and yeah. it really shows through especially in this novel you know where he's just he's not getting his own way and he's like but they need to listen to me and i'm gonna go and improve <laughs> it and and you know and it's you know that's why pike uh, that um older lady is a really cool character because like she's there like calming him down you know sort of being calming him down yeah. but also telling him the truth saying look what did you expect <laughs> you know you've tried to do it in a month with a few of you you know this planet has been a you know a disaster for years you know you can't just you, you know i'm on board you know yes that's what we're trying to do as part of the imperium come along and and bend them under the will of you know the imperial uh compliance but it's not going to just be straightforward even if you are a primarch yeah <laughs> that's not yeah. how it works <laughs> you know so the, mm. and i think to be fair when you after you've read the whole story it's not what they had to go through was quite yeah. little really i think that you know mm. it could have been a lot worse that they had to deal with yeah but, yeah you know that's uh no it's a very good very like i said a re- fully recommended novel if you want to oh, see yeah. this sort of early version of of um fulgrim i should say mm. so um right okay um right so what should we move on to so uh yeah let's let's jump forward to Two whole worlds so to what's right <laughs> Jump, whole, jump forward two whole worlds. Two whole worlds. That's it. Two, two, yeah. eight, three. <laughs> the third world yeah. of the twenty eighth um, fleet. So, this is the start of the downfall of uh, Fulgrim. Mm-hmm. So, this is on a planet known as uh, Lien. Lien. Yeah, Laren. Laren. Something like that. Yeah. Again, apologies. Twenty eight three is the proper. Yes, we'll use the word two and eight three because it's name. easy. I can say <laughs> I can say numbers. Um, hooray! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is the third planet that uh, Fulgrim and the Emperor's Children were trying to uh, bring under compliance. Um, now, basically, the, this particular planet quite an interesting one. Now, it's uh, basically uh, inhabited by these four-armed 
um that's four armed not forearmed <laughs> they haven't got like massive forearms um forearms <laughs> they may do i don't know but they've got four <laughs> sorry they've got four arms and, so, <laughs> and so, i'm sorry just the henchest xenos <laughs> they're like popeye <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, God. you've got these Popeye-looking okay. um, serpentine yeah. <laughs> Xenos creatures, basically, yeah, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah. Um, who are very tough They're, and very, technologi- mm. very technologically advanced as well. Uh, even mm. even some ways more so than the Imperium. But like I said, this is not, this yeah. is a hell of a challenge for, for the Emperor's children. Now, um, and it's even, now you've got a situation where obviously the Imperium know this. Look, they know this is going to be a challenge. We can't just, you know, we can't just storm in. Well, we can, but it's going to be, this is going to be <laughs> difficult. Um, so mm. there's, you know, the um, the big wigs, you know, up in the uh, Imperium start even talking about, well, what we could do is we could give it 10 years or so and we, you know, we'll just, we'll just grind them down, you know, sort of just, just <laughs> start talking to them. And they're even talking about making them a pre- um protectorate Protect. uh, state of the imperium mm. they, you know they which yeah. is a very unheard of thing remember this is a xenos race mm. and yeah yeah and well what appears to be what ends up being a chaos <laughs> a xenos <laughs> race as well or chaos inspired mm. race now you know so that's and you know obviously to fulgrim he absolutely hates this idea he's like yeah, you have got yeah. to be kidding we are not gonna there just wait 10 solution. years no, exactly. Just, we'll it, do it in a month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll do it he in three it weeks. <laughs> I was just like, why? Why are you like this? Yeah. Stop it, Fulgrim. <laughs> um, so Fulgrim absolutely hates this idea because it's mm. so against how we, you know, this is the, the most, this is not perfect. You do, you're not going to grind no. down for 10 years, you know, and also... We're he, not going to treaty with them. Exactly. No, this is Lord. just, this is the most vile thing that, you know, you, you can't believe they're even suggesting this, but they are. Mm. you know because they are now he yeah. obviously hates this and it's really because of his ego as well you know as we've just uh, you know spoke about in the palatine phoenix he's you know he does have an ego on him so he's like look let's this isn't going to happen um so he basically sends a, a lot you know of his emperor's children force down he's like right now we're going down i'm gonna mm. I'll, I'll sort them out which obviously like you remember <laughs> There's not that, you know, they're still trying to rebuild. I mean, there's obviously a lot more than the 200 yeah. <laughs> there was initially, but, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, there's still a relatively small legion compared to the others. So, um, yeah, so he, they drop a load of uh, Emperor's Children down. Now, at this point, some of the other characters, like, sorry, there's there's a reference now to the Fulgrim Horus Heresy novel, by the way. Um, mm. So, you know, some of the others are um, like Tarvitz and and Eidolon and, and Lucius, which we'll mm-hmm. mention briefly, they all go off and uh, uh, do do their thing to help the other parts of the Imperium. Now, basically, you've got things like even Bile, Fabius, Fabius Bile, is suggesting mm-hmm. that the the lair, the, the Salian race, can be mm-hmm. used with the gene seed as well of the, um, yeah. of the uh, Emperor's children. Which Fulgrim actually agrees. He's like, oh, okay. Which I get, mm. which is basically heresy. This is the <laughs> this is the first you know part of heresy you'll mm. see from Fulgrim, where he agree he agrees to this. Now, yeah. So well, that's his weakness. Yes, because Fabius is like, we can make ourselves more perfect. Look, they're a race that constantly genetically edits themselves to make themselves better suited for things. Yes, 
Exactly. If and we it, want to be perfect, we should be like them. Yeah. Fulgrim goes, you know what? Yes, that sounds good. Yeah. It's like, why be almost perfect when you can be perfect? You know, and, or if mm. you're perfect, why can't you be even more perfect? Because, you know, mm. like, like we were saying earlier, because the, they're so advanced, you, you know, their, their world is based around flying islands. You know, yeah, it's, it's you know, this is yeah, exactly. It's it's a it's a crazy uh, planet. This um, I've built an island that screams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, nothing they've seen before. Now, and also you've got mm. to remember as well is that they've no concept of chaos at this, which we'll get yeah, to a, exactly. a bit more detail shortly. Now, the so as Fulgrim and the Empress Children are trying to take on this planet with, through force, um, Fulgrim basically slips up a bit. He he ends up overextending the Emperor's children as part of this, which is mm. it's a bit of a funny one because it's, it's very unlike him because obviously he gets things right. That's not this is not how he thinks. Yeah. But then it's naturally going to happen because of his ego. You know, he's taken on yeah. something a bit more than he should. Than he you know bitten off more than he should have chewed. It's he's he's struggling here now, and and so are the Emperor's children. They're like, wow, we're <laughs> we're in deep on this. We're losing lots of numbers at this point mm. now. This is where we come across, which is, you know, like I said, the, the real sort of start of the downfall for him, which is where they find a temple, um, which yep, turns yep. out to be a Sanesh temple, um, which yeah. he doesn't know. But they don't know that. No, because yeah. they, they don't know anything. What's on in? Exactly. The warp, chaos gods at this point, they don't know about this, the Marines. It's just yeah, not yeah. Uh, completely Some alien. Some interesting music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a catchy tune. Um, <laughs> Sounds a bit like death. And orgies. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> which is true. Um, so, yeah, they find the temple. Now, yeah. in this temple, um, as, you know, obviously fighting the lair, they, um, there's a hint at this point, which is connected to Slash, which is where they see a, he sees a Keeper of Secrets uh, statue mm. in there, which is, as like I said, the first clue. Now, he find, they find the, his, he finds this particular sword. Now, he basically... Uh, takes the sword, which is the uh, blade of the lair. Is that right? I've got that right. Yeah. Blade of the lair. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's what they call it. Yes, which is could have been a bit of a bit of a better name, but I, okay. Hey, you know what? Look. <laughs> We could have just called it Big Mistake. Would have been about right. <laughs> yes, that's that's his nickname, Big Mistake Fulgrim. <laughs> so yeah, so he takes he takes his sword because he likes swords. Obviously, he's got yeah. he's got he's a, he's a magpie. <laughs> he's, it's he's shiny. Magpie. He picked yeah, it up. Yeah. Ooh, shiny sword. <laughs> now, Fulgrim, and and this is actually quite a key concept of the Emperor's children. They like war gear. They like nice, mm. and in, and it can it get it shown in later parts where they like alien weapons they're a, bit, they're a bit like the death watch yeah. you know where they end up using mm. you know what they find because you know if it makes them more perfect you know as we've already established they all they're game for it so so yeah so he, he like i said he finds this sword takes it naturally and you know it, it helps turn the tide you know the, the empress children mm. you know basically wipe out the lair um as part yeah. of this now he absolutely loves this weapon um which yeah. you know because <laughs> It's an interesting thing, yeah, why he loves this weapon. Like, I love this. I love this weapon so much. My subconscious started talking to me. Yeah, it's weird. It. I've never, I've never thought a weapon would do I've that never, to me. I've, I've never argued with myself before, but it's really helpful for thinking things through. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. what are you? What is wrong with you? <laughs> um, which is, you know, it shows the not right now. 
this is a bit not very much naivety on the part of um, Fulgrim, which mm. you know you may have yeah. different of opinion on this. So the the blade is basically inhabited by a demon of Sinesh. It's literally mm. the the sword is the physical manifestation yeah. of this demon. It's you know it's actually inside the sword. Yeah. And like Cameron's well, saying, they had a big statue of the Keeper of Secrets. Exactly. So I'm guessing it's that one. Exactly. Clue. <laughs> um, it's all t- you know. It's all tied together. So. As Cameron mm. said, he starts hearing voices in his head um, through, which obviously, you know, like I said, he doesn't really know why. But then he, the odd thing is, he doesn't seem to really question it. He sort of just, he just accepts mm. it, which is a bit of an odd thing. But I, you know, because obviously, but then I, because I thought it was a bit of an odd thing. But then I think to myself, he's, like we said earlier, he's a, you know, like a lot of the Primarchs, they're not human. That you know, they mm. don't, they haven't had the traditional you know, life and a lot of humans have had. And also, yeah, he, like you said, he yeah. is a child in a Primarch's body, so he probably doesn't know any better. You know, like we said, they don't, yeah. they, have, they have no concepts at this point of the warp and yeah. the chaos. They just, it just, yeah. it doesn't well, ever he exist. Doesn't. Well, he doesn't, yeah. Some of the Primarchs do, yeah. <laughs> Wink. Um, mm. Horus Heresy spoiler. Um, <laughs> Horus Heresy spoiler, Lionel Johnson knows about chaos and hates it. Yes. Oh, my God, he hates it. <laughs> Don't get him started on it. If, if you meet him in a bar don't, yeah. or a pub, don't tell him about it. He'll, he'll, mm. he'll chew your ear mm. off for hours. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so the weapon, <laughs> sorry, the weapon's, um, like I said, talking to uh, to Fulgrim. Um, now, at this point, as part of the this story, um, like I said, it's taken a heavy toll on the Emperor's children. and mm. But at this point, his, his, uh, his favourite buddy, uh, Ferris asked for help. You know, he's basically yeah. but this. You know, I've got got a bit of a problem. We've we've come across like this human Xenos combination race, which is mm. called the Diasporex. Diasporex, yes, yeah, or something on those lines. Um, so yeah, they're they're predominantly a, a human um, race, but they've got Xenos uh, incorporated them. Yeah. They're friends. They're friends, yeah. You know, they've just... You Which know, is heresy. Heresy. Well, exactly. God. <laughs> Don't get them started. Friendship? <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. Um, so, you know, Ferris is having trouble with them because, you know, because, mm. well, mainly he's not used to space combat as a start, from a start, mm. and this is a very space combat orientated uh, race. The um, mm. So basically, Fulgrim comes along, help him out. Why not? You know, prove himself. Yeah. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so it so it basically turns out this, this particular race are staying in the sector that um, they're all mm. fighting in, which, you know, they, is a bit odd. You know, they're like, why are they not, why are they staying? You know, this, this doesn't make any particular mm. sense. Now, it basically transpires that due to these um, solar collectors, solar arrays uh, that they built, that's why they're staying in the sector, because they've basically just got a continual mm. su- su- supply of fuel. Which is yeah, obviously they got to refuel before they can leave. Exactly. So they, um, you know, that's why they're staying there. So um, at this point, the sword is still talking to him, which at this point causes uh, Fulgrim to turn or start turning against Ferris, because there's basically mm. this situation where uh, Fulgrim just uses using his um, ship. Was it the Fire Firebird? Yes, Firebird. Yes. Um, his- his sort of personal sort of attack mm, ship. Dropship. Yes. Yeah. Um, he, he basically just gets stuck into the 
to the Xenos race. You're just like, yeah, I'm just getting stuck in. This is how I'm going to fight this. No mucking around. I'm going to get stuck in. And as, you know, similar to how he did on uh, Planet 283, he basically overextends himself. He gets himself in a bit of trouble. He's like, oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> I didn't, they're obviously a bit, they're a bit better than I thought they were going to be. So he's literally, you know, taking hell of a lot of damage on his ship. Um, and he's in a very, you know, difficult predicament. Luckily, Ferris you know gets in the way of the shot that was going to potentially finish him off he you know he gets in the way with mm. his own ship um you know basically take takes one for for fulgrim um and then you know from that they start um you know they find the solar arrays take him out and then slowly take the alien race down basically mm. but yeah. because of the, yeah. because of this situation obviously what should have happened is fulgrim be very thankful that ferris has bailed him out but obviously, mm. because of Fulgrim's pride, ego, but predominantly because there's a chaos sword talking to him, uh, whispering <laughs> in his ear, he's basically saying to Fulgrim, "Look, he's made a fool of you. You know, he's you know, look, yeah. he's had to save you. You know, he's he's mocking you." Mm. And obviously, like Fulgrim's mm. like, "Yeah, he is. He's he, whoa, God, <laughs> flicking whoa. flicking back his beautiful hair." Whoa. Your, your right voice in my head that I attribute to this nice portrait of me I keep in my room. <laughs> oh, yes, we haven't gone to the portrait yet. Uh, yes. Oh, God. That's another, that's another situation. There's, there's, all ki- there's all kinds of chaos art nonsense. <laughs> Let's it yes. That. Yes, that sums it up in a good way. But yes, chaos art yeah. nonsense. Um, so, you know, that, like I said, that starts um, leading to this sort of discrepancy. Or, you know, this uh, resistance between the two Primarchs, even though Ferris isn't really doesn't know anything about this. <laughs> this is the problem; it's a bit one-sided yeah. at this point. Ferris thinks you know Ferris has just got on with uh, you know finishing off the Alien mm. race. So Bile continues to experiment um, as you'd expect him to, you know. And the, and this is where in the, in the novel we see like links to you know pain to pleasure. You know, they find like he finds that is it is it the nerve ending or there's something in the I think it's something in the brain. I yeah. can't remember off the top of my head, but. He basically, you know, he started, he's basically using the lair that we, you know, that from Planet 283, using their blood. Mm. And, you know, Fulgrim's got no problem with this, which, again, is heresy. Um, but at this point, some of the Emperor's children are starting to question it. Like, mm, really? Is this what we're supposed to be doing? You know, this, you know it's, it's starting to cause a divide between yeah. his own legion, yeah. understandably. So, you know, this this corruption is basically extending to the uh, remember, remembrances. Um yeah, the which all, all the people they're bringing along. <laughs> yes, basically, um, it, some of them are getting very twisted at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, including the particular <laughs> artist that starts painting in blood and feces. Um, yep, yeah, as yeah. you do. You know, it's, as you do. Yeah, you know, it's leading um, to violence. Yeah. Basically, anyone who went, who anyone who went on the little field trip to go see this temple of Selenash is having a rough <laughs> field time. Trip. Yeah, yeah. It's what it was. It was like in <laughs> yeah. in the book. It's like, oh, I can't wait to go see this beautiful world. Oh, we're getting on the shuttle. Yes, lovely. <laughs> what a wonderful trip it's going to be. It's not, it's not Disney World. <laughs> you're in for a yeah, treat. They act like it's Disney. <laughs> well, world. they do. No, you no, you're spot on. It's that's how they how they see it. Wait, because that's because you got to remember that Fulgrim and the Emperor's Children are are a legion that that take them on. You know, there's in a lot of the legions. Mm don't agree agree with remembrances being part of them they're like no get lost you know we're marines whereas because they embrace art and culture um and Mm. the belief of you know 
being more perfect they you know again it's part of the of fulgrim and his ego again it's the same situation yeah. where he wants to go look yeah. no i want them to see what i can do i want to show off mm. <laughs> basically yeah um so yeah so like i said that you, you're seeing all this sort of corruption um fulgrim still can't understand why there's a voice talking to him <laughs> all throughout <laughs> this point he still doesn't understand why but but then i you i don't know would you would you put it to the sword? Because obviously at this point, that's the only thing that's really changed. Uh, but then I suppose, again, if you still don't have any concept of chaos, I suppose you still wouldn't. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you also have to understand he came up from a world essentially without culture. Mm-hmm. There were no ghost stories. There were no possession stories or anything, I'm sure, on Chemos, because no one had time to tell <laughs> stories. <laughs> no time must work. Like, <laughs> like he, he knows, he he's, he's a blank slate. He knows none of the tropes. Yeah. Like he yeah. doesn't un- he doesn't understand these narrative conventions that also play out in real life, which is why they're narrative conventions. Um, like you know, he he just doesn't know about these things at all to any degree. No cultural background reference whatsoever. He, he he's also like yeah, God, it's like um brain still functioning again. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry? Um, it, it's like, uh, it's like occasionally people with, I'm going to go out on a long limb here, but like people like, uh, one of my second cousins is a schizophrenic and they hear voices in their head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't necessarily immediately attribute it to a mental illness or an outside influence or something. It's just like, yeah, that's one of the voices in there. Yeah. Maybe no, this is how I think now. Yeah. 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 I suppose, yeah. No, I, I, again, it's, I suppose, like I said, it's just that lack of exposure. So, and I suppose if... <laughs> As much as they see the things that they see as part of this world and universe, that what would make a sword make you hear voices in your head? You know, there's no yeah, when exactly. you have no concept of demons and chaos. Mm. That yeah, no, I can I can yeah. understand it. Um, one one thing actually, I did slightly miss off just going back to when they're dealing with the di- Um They mm. that basically Fulgrim gets really annoyed because when he goes to capture the the main ship or the you know mm. of the uh, of the race that um one of <laughs> one of his uh, emperor's children is it uh, demeter uh, gets there first yeah. which really mm. upsets him <laughs> he's really Takes annoyed. all the glory yeah and obviously to me it doesn't know anything different he's like oh i've done it boss yeah i've taken them out they're in there you know sort it out and he's like demeter mm. <laughs> you've taken away my glory which again feeds into the sword talking to him you know it's, it's making him yeah. you know even start to hate some members of his own legion which is obviously mm. you've never seen at one point now uh <laughs> next sort of big thing is um eldrad is uh turned up yep. of the elder uh yep. now he he basically he's a he's a an eldar eldari as now um, who has a habit of seeing visions of um what's mm. going to happen but he, and in a nutshell he basically sees the heresy about to happen horus yeah. and, and the emperor and he's like whoa this doesn't look good um we need to need to warn someone and um of all the you thinking right who who do i tell about from the imperium about this um yeah. and then basically he notices that because fulgrim has basically ignored the elder eldar uh maiden worlds of um in that mm. particular area he's in, he doesn't touch him. He's thinking, oh, okay, he he mustn't dislike Elder. So um, I'll chat yeah. to that guy. You know, he's, he, he'd be good to, <laughs> <laughs> to, yeah. to talk to. So um, 
so yeah so basically he he basically meets up with eldrad on uh this particular planet mm. now you know he, t- he he obviously just has you know he bluntly tells fulgrim about um what he's seen and obviously fulgrim just yeah <laughs> uh, sorry what <laughs> excuse me my favorite brother horus a traitor? No. No. Damn, no, 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 no. That is not And also me. the sword is yelling, don't listen to him, he'll ruin everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just, it's, which begs the question, why Eldrad didn't pick up on the Chaos Sword at this point? Bit of an um, odd one. I mean, like, Slanesh does illusions and glamours a lot, mm, and yeah, like, it point. wasn't directly out and about. And like, like, even I think in the book, like, Eldred's references that is like, I should have noticed, but I was focused on a lot of other things, and also Slanesh is really good at just creeping in there. <laughs> yeah, like he's yeah, it, he's very good at being subtle around Eldar because it's the only way he gets anything out of them these days. <laughs> uh. Yeah, that is a very fair point. Um, so yeah, so the the meeting, like I said, doesn't go well because Fulgrim just like I said the com- the combination of just a hearing Horus being bad mouth, b not just mm. not even knowing what chaos is, and c the yeah, sword talking to him. Um, he they they start having a fight with each other. You know the the Eldar and the Empress Jordan uh, fight each other, um, which basically is quite amusing because you've got things like where Fulgrim mm. chokes an avatar of Kane out <laughs> with his bare hands, yeah. which sounds bizarre, <laughs> but he does. Um, but then, but then in turn, Fulgrim loses his whole Phoenix Guard with him. You know, he's an elite mm. uh, bodyguards. They all yeah. get taken out. So. Yeah. No one really wins out of this fight. You know, the Empress children lose some key men and so do the Eldar. And, uh, you know, and, yeah. and um, Eldrad is like, okay, fine. I, I did warn you, but you, you don't want to listen. So did um, my best. Yeah. Yeah. Not, he, you know, he, he's not <laughs> not getting anywhere with them. So, um, I'll go kick it with some of those loyalist Primarchs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to another Primarch. <laughs> you fool him, you just don't listen. Um so Gilliman, guess what? Hi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I suppose it's a better choice, I must admit. But well, is it? Yeah, yeah I suppose it would be. Uh, mm. <laughs> so um, Fulgrim has a painting done of him at this point, which Cameron alluded yeah. to. Now, um, and obviously the demon inside the sword is quite drawn to this painting. Um, mm. You know, it's playing on Fulgrim's perfection ego. You know, it's you know he's, he looks beautiful in this in this uh, painting. It's done by what it's yeah. done by one of the remembrances, um, yeah. and so you know, which is which will soon become quite a key point of uh, of Fulgrim. Now, uh, at this point, he goes to check on Horus uh, because you know, even though he doesn't believe what Eldrad was saying, he's like, "Well, I better, I better check on him because um, actually, yeah. I think does he? It could be like." Eldred said Horus was dying. That's it. Yes, it would be better. It would be better if Horus died. Yes, that's it. So he go. He goes to, yeah, goes to check on him. So right, okay, let's let's you know, but he also does. You know, there's some interesting things like he does when the Emperor's children arrive outside where Horus is. They sort of they go in formation, like a formation where they could strike at Mm. Horus if they wanted to. At this point, you know, so you know he's still he's wary exactly like. he doesn't know it, but he's actually fighting the corruption. Like part of him is still like, maybe they were right. Yeah, you know, there's just that little bit of him that's like, mm, yeah, like I said, would would Eldrad have done that if he wasn't a bit of truth in that? Yeah. So, he, like you said, it's mm. you know, the, the good side of the lo- the loyalist part of Fulgrim is fighting the 
corrupt version that's uh, starting to sink into him. <laughs> now, um, at this point, uh, this, this is where the sword in, inadvertently stops him or potentially stops him because, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eidolon has returned. Now, mm-hmm. he is from, from doing other duty. Now, he basically arrives and go, here's your sword. And he's like, did I, did I ask for my sword? Yeah, you. Yeah, you asked for your sword. Oh, okay. I didn't realise. So, so that's how in <laughs> how in the, <laughs> the sword literally stops, you know, uh, Fulgrim from going yeah. potentially going any further with this, you know, because obviously if he took mm. out Horus now, then you know, no yeah. heresy. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's the power that this sword um, sort of you know has over him and potentially over others <laughs> in mm. the case of Eidolon. Now, yeah. <laughs> so basically, Horus tells Fulgrim that the Emperor will, you know cast them out after the crusades who makes you know as part of this corruption obviously turning fulgrim to his side he you know like i said he put mm. picks this picture to say that you know well, so once we've done the crusade our dad he's just gonna chuck us out we're gonna be forgotten yeah. about it, which obviously to fulgrim of all the primarchs is horrendous because he's like mm. but but yeah. i'm i'm perfect i have so much to do <laughs> I'm, I'm perfect exactly he you know he can't <laughs> handle that concept he's he's got you know he, mm. he can't be just put on the on the rubbish heap, you know, it just, just, no, that just can't happen, which, so it doesn't mm. take him, you know, you know, plus the sword talking to him, um, it doesn't take him much to get convinced to Horace's side because of this. You know, he, yeah. he is unfortunately quite weak, but then that's because Horace plays <laughs> so the, the yeah. side of his character. So Yeah, and the sword is also, also, like, supporting everything Horace says. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, well, my, if my own subconscious says I should agree with him, clearly... <laughs> It's that gut feeling okay. thing, isn't it? It's like, yes, mm. yeah, I've got a good feeling about this. So, um, and to uh, basically, you know, prove it, uh, he, Ful- Fulgrim is given yet another sword uh, <laughs> to add mm. to his collection, which is the Nurgle sword that... Um, that yeah, um, the anatomy. Wo- that's the one, yeah, that wounded uh, Horus on Davin. Um mm. So just go, yep, here you go. Which is so he's got another chaos sword. <laughs> chaos weapons. Yeah, so he's got two now. So many swords. I didn't even know it. He doesn't even know he's got these chaos weapons. Mm. He's collecting the whole yeah. set. Um need some more hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um and again, this is where the corruption is starting to kick in even more. He's try you know, he tries to kill Demeter, um, the one the mm. you know, the uh, Emperor children that sort of took his glory a bit earlier on, as we said. And he's trying yeah. and also some of the other I'd say old school Emperor's children, some of the, you know, the, the ones yeah. that are, are loyalist and well, in theory, they still mm. are all loyalists, but at this point, but the, <laughs> the ones that are, you know, like that don't agree with the direction that the Legion's going in. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is understandable. It's all part of the corruption. Um, yeah. Bile continues to, you know, continues his experiments. Um, so much genes. <laughs> I've got so much to play with. Well, he's got free reign, oh. hasn't he? Fulgrim's basically giving yeah. him the, the, you know, do what you need to do. You know, mm. we won't. We'll talk yeah. about it later. Um, you know, at this point, like the, even the painting is telling Fulgrim to kill. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, that yeah. painting is do it, Fulgrim. Do it. <laughs> you know you want to. <laughs> um, so basically, as as you would expect, as part of all this, uh, Horus basically asks Fulgrim to convince Ferris Manis to become a traitor, as expected, because of the bond mm. they have. It's yeah. a bit of a weird one because obviously at this point, <laughs> um, the last sort of meeting or meeting between the two Primarchs, Fulgrim was very annoyed with Ferris Manus, even though he shouldn't have yeah. been. Um, so from 
Ferris Manis's point of view, he's like, oh, okay, you know, he's probably just coming to, you know, make up, you know, let's let's you know let's become yeah. bros again, yeah. let's let's <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, you know let's let's sort this all out. Um, mm. Now, this is where they, you know, through uh, was it is this Istan is fan at this point? I'm trying to think now. Um, uh, no, this is the lead up to Istan. This, that's it. So you know they yeah. they. Basically, they go fight some orcs together. That's it. And then he's like, "Hey, Ferris, <laughs> I need to talk to you. Yeah, can I have a word." Um, which obviously doesn't work out. Um, no. Which uh, which basically ends up with Ferris destroying uh, Fireblade with his literally his bare mm-hmm. hands. An explosion <laughs> happens and and takes you know, which is obviously the sword he you know. It's basically I made this sword. Yeah. I can destroy it, etc., etc. Um, yeah. which causes explosion, which actually hurts Ferris quite badly. Actually. Well, relatively, it sort mm. of shakes him a bit, um, which ends up with a situation where Fulgrim's over him with uh, Forgebreaker, which is the hammer that um, yeah. that he built. Now, he uh, could be do- could give the, the uh, killing blow at this point, uh, but Fulgrim hesitates. You know, there's that, that's yeah. still good bit inside of him. He's like, no, I'm not going to... Well. I think it's more like the sword was a few kilometers over oh, well, on the ship. Yeah, that is right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to get to him. <laughs> so I got this mental image of this sword, like just walking a lot, like just like scuttling along. Like I need to get to him. <laughs> it's like uh, like Thor's hammer. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he's about to make a great mistake. No, and not I need to be brother. there. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but. You know, he does. He, uh, at this point, he doesn't kill Ferris Manus mm. off. He yeah. he gets, he, but he does get his fleet to open fire upon him, um, mm. which gives him the opportunity to flee at this point. Um, yeah, <clears throat> but uh, it's not going to end happy for Ferris. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so at this point, um, they. This is where we see the uh, creation of the Noise Marines. Um, because again, part of the remembrances that, you know, again, they were, like you said, Cameron, they were a part of the road, the, uh, the field trip to the uh, Suneshi temple, you know, they're starting to create music that literally creates yeah. a sensation in the listeners to go and kill each other and do all mm. other signs well, of, it, yeah, of it's like debauchery. It's grand orgiastic yes. debauchery, but the, the point is made that for space Marines, they literally don't know any other way to express those emotions than <laughs> yes, to just kill yes. everything that they can see. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and also, also summons demons with the power of music. That's right. It's demonettes start appearing, mm. um, which they, which just goes with it because again, it's just it's you know, excuse the pun, it's complete chaos at this at this <laughs> point. Um, you know, they it's just they're just it's they're going to levels of pleasure and such like to that they've never experienced before. They're just completely. Um. Yeah, just off their heads at this yeah. point. And like I said, yeah. this is where the, you see get the first sort of indications of what will eventually become the uh, noise marines of the emperor's children. Um, mm. You know, where they're harnessing you know sound to uh, to kill basically. Mm. So at this point, next uh, Horus gets Fulgrim to go to Isvan Four, I believe, um, to get yeah. the get the place ready, <laughs> get the place ready for the yeah. loyalist marines that are going to turn up. Yeah. Not to make it nice and for them. they also... Yeah, no. And they also send the loyalist parts of their own legion to Istvan 3. Exactly. Or, uh, 
cleansing, calling? Yeah. I don't know. They just go over there. Go over there. Sort it out. Yeah. Nothing, nothing bad's going to happen. not to virus bomb the planet as soon as you make planet fall. <laughs> exactly. As we, when we spoke about the uh, the Death Guard. So yeah, they were this fan three. Mm. All loyalist parts of those uh, legions get uh, virus bombed and then fire stormed. Just to make sure. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, so... So yeah, so that's what Fulgrim's doing at the moment. And then, and then this is where we get uh, the uh, the sequel to Ferris versus Fulgrim <laughs> on the yeah, battlefield, as da, da, as expected. Da, da, da. So um, you know they they're using you know, same weapons again, but obviously now you've got a basically a Sinesh powered Fulgrim. You know because he's mm. getting you know because of his corruption, because of the sword, because of all this build up, he's becoming you know more and more empowered by Sinesh. So you know this is where basically where ferris is struggling because obviously he's you know mm. deal, they're you know they're they're of an equal footing generally but now with that extra power fulgrim is <laughs> almost just too tough for him to deal with basically yeah so yeah uh fulgrim offers him to submit you know to give him one last opportunity mm. which obviously ferris tells him to jog on nope i'm not going to do that <laughs> as expected um fulgrim wins the the fight as such um mm. which obviously that you know you get this situation where again fulgrim pauses above his uh above his brother mm. you know i'm not going to kill him it's that little part of him still there but then because the sword is there now as it well, yeah. you said it wasn't there mm. before the sword finishes the job for him and basically decapitates ferris manis and i believe mm. that was the first primarch death i believe at that point, uh, I the, think so. I yeah, could be wrong, yeah. but I think I'm, uh, I'm, would, I'm very certain that's the the first. No, because uh, that <coughs> yeah, that would I think that is because uh, that was just after the whole Fenris thing in which no Primarchs died, which is sort of the first <coughs> big fight in the Heresy. Yes, exactly. Um, and then no, Fenris be- Prospero, pardon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, obviously Fulgrim is completely distraught with what you know he, he realises what he's done mm. well even though he doesn't really yeah. know he did it because <laughs> obviously the sword did it but well, yeah. well, I don't... well no he he, get, he gets it at that point well he yeah no sorry that's my happening. bad yeah he does yeah. know that at that point um, which then so, sorry yes because then the demon sort of he realises it's the demon then the demon offers him basically happiness you know to if you give yeah. yourself up to me you know let me take you over Find peace and oblivion. Yeah, you know, we'll be fine. It'll be all, you know, roses and uh, skipping through the fields. You know, it'll be, it'll be fine. We'll <laughs> let me take you over and, you know, it'll be all fine. And obviously, at that point, Fulgrim decides to go, yeah, why not? I'm so heartbroken. Mm. I, You know, send me to oblivion. So the demon takes full control of Fulgrim. So we've got no demon, yep. demon Fulgrim mm. or fake Fulgrim. Uh, to yeah. a degree, that's <laughs> what's about to happen. Fulgrim version 1.1. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. The upgraded <laughs> model, um, and basically takes full control of him and part and leaves part of the real Fulgrim, mm. the actual soul, in yeah. the painting. Well, leaves all of real. Fulgrim. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah, it would be all of him, technically. Um, yeah. So do you want to in the painting, but in the body, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's yeah. a weird. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Cam, do you want to talk about the sort of painting? <laughs> Fulgrim yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, so it's an interesting twist right at the end, uh, which before I'd read the book Fulgrim, I'd seen a lot of threads like, I just finished Fulgrim. What the hell? What the fuck, man? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, this has got to be a pretty big twist. I'm like, oh, they, they Dorian grade him. Yeah, um, basically. Yep. <laughs> 
Yeah, um, so prior, prior to this, the painting was... Everyone was like, yes, the painting's beautiful. And the narrator goes, the painting was made of literal feces. Uh. <laughs> so, no. you know, like, they're, they're all under the spell. And they're like, what a wonderful painting. It's vibrant and everything. And then, you know, from a from a non-biased point of view, like, no, this painting is, like, terrifying and disgusting to look at. But now it is actually beautiful and perfect because it is it is a perfect point moment capture of Fulgrim but with these very anguished eyes and mm-hmm. everything is like oh oh no um but you know you, you know Fulgrim he's never one to give up and not try and be better than he currently is <laughs> and locked locked away in a painting in a cut off wing of his ship he learned sorcery and pushed that demon out out demon don't you out. go push him out yeah my body uh but didn't let anyone know that and still pretended to be possessed Fulgrim yeah uh, <laughs> Because because he's he's a, he's a sly he's a sly bugger like that. Uh, <laughs> but it, go, which, it goes to a different level. It's, 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 it's bizarre because, yeah. he, like I said, there's this you know because you've got this point where where obviously Horus knows the demon has taken him over you know and he and obviously mm. realizes he's to keep the emperor's children on his side he sort of has to I don't know let the mm. demon carry on even though he even though he fundamentally disagrees with the demon taking yeah, over his brother yeah. he's like well i'm going to sort this out yeah. at a later point but for the minute we'll let we'll let this happen and then you have this primarch meeting as eight to the primarchs mm. um <laughs> have this sort of you know avengers <laughs> sort yeah. of meet up now yeah. at this point logar of the world bearers realizes yeah. there's something weird you know like, hang on this doesn't feel right what's what's going on with fulgrim he doesn't look right yeah. um and then basically logar <clears throat> attacks fulgrim or demon fulgrim mm. fake fulgrim um and then you have a situation where obviously horus tries to contain it go yes i know i know there's a demon in there and logar's like what <laughs> <laughs> this is, yeah you know, this isn't this isn't right Logar i'm gonna kill him scary it's it's a biz- like yeah not not to focus on logar but it's like logar is a, a psycho at this point and it's like horus puts a hand on his shoulder logar's like let go of me and horus tries not to let go and has to let go yeah it's, it's like that shows how powerful logar really, is yeah yeah, it really pisses Logar off because, like, up until that point, everything every time Logar's been unhappy with the decision, they've been like, "Listen, do you really want to fight about?" It? And he's like, "No, I guess not. <laughs> I know I'm physically weaker than all of you. I just have my fanatical faith." Um, <laughs> uh, but this is—I don't know—we're talking about Fulgrim, but this is a really important point for Logar mm-hmm. as well because he sees this as a perversion. What he wants is not a hollowed out shell inhabited by a demon he wants a proper merging between demon and human soul which is what he's got in his legion with his possessed yes. he's like yes these are wonderful demons that is a bad demon <laughs> uh, <laughs> bad demon <laughs> yeah no <laughs> get fulgrim back yes this is not the way share space you can't take it all up exactly this is not the way it works <laughs> so yeah so yeah logar is really pissed off at this point and you know he even like mm. threatens to to find the demon's name to banish him back to the war banish it forever yep exactly yeah. and um so and as i said following on from that the, the emperor's ch- children realize that fulgrim is being weird at this point because again they don't know well yeah that he's, he's possessed by a, a demon which sounds bizarre but i think it, I, mm. I think it's quite amusing at this point because like horace obviously then uh, thinks right we need to put him to use so they, he sends him to help with a that's part of the uh, adeptus uh, mechanicum um sorry mm. uh civil war the assault on mars that's yeah. right um but for you know but basically fulgrim's like no i'm not doing that 
you know, sorry, demon pilgrims. Like, no, I'm not doing that. And yeah. basically makes them attack a Admech um, mining world instead. Mm. So mm. Uh, at this point, Eidolon, you know, who's Lord Commander, he, he basically questions Fulgrim, saying, wait, 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 what? Why are we doing this? Demon Fulgrim gets annoyed and basically cuts mm. off Eidolon's head. <laughs> yep. Just there on yep. the spot. Um, and then you've got this sort of horrible scene where he's, you know, he's draping the Eidolon's head um, over the wine of the other mm. commanders, and like the the wine, sorry, the blood is mixing with the wine, and they're drinking it. It's mm. sort of very yeah. perverse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Eidolon has it ends up having his head attached yeah. back again, doesn't yeah. he? I think so. Yeah, I think Bi- like Fabius Fabius Bile does that. I think. Yeah, I think. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that happens. However, as I was saying, even more perverse, he loses a fight to Lucius because <laughs> yes. he's bad at being a swordsman now. Because he's well, the idea is that because the demon doesn't know how to fight with a sword, no. probably not like Fulgrim did. Yes, Lucius is really strong and actually has the old sword that the demon was in. Yes, which is still a powerful weapon, apparently. Um, so you know, Lucius is like, okay, no you should definitely not lose to me in a fight. You are the primer. <laughs> I I think highly of myself. This is too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so yes, you've got a situation where Lu- Lucius has um, been stalking Fulgrim because of this behavior. Mm. Um, you know, especially, like I said, the sword skill. Um, and also, I think, because he's using psychic powers in, in battle. Yeah. And he's like, hang on, yeah. where would he get that from? Uh, <laughs> he wasn't doing that before. So, basically, Lucius ends up going to the uh, La, uh, La Fenice, uh which is basically mm. the theatre on the ship that's um, like where the, near where mm. the paint where the music and where the painting, painting is, is. Held. Yeah. yeah um and finds you know the symphony which is the i think it's called the Mara Viglia uh, and the painting yeah the Mara Viglia and um and he you know he sees the horror in Fulgrim's like you mentioned earlier where the, you see the horror in Fulgrim's mm. eyes within the painting and he's like hang on he's in there <laughs> I don't ah, fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I knew there was something up. Um, so basically he goes to the Brotherhood of the Phoenix, which is this, you know, little, well, it's a warrior lodge of the mm. elite amongst the Emperor's children. He basically has to convince them to, you know, say, look, Fulgrim, he's fake. This is not the real Fulgrim. It takes a lot for Lucius to do that because the Brotherhood of the Phoenix yeah. don't really like him because it's Lucius yeah, and he's arrogant yeah. and all that. <laughs> um, so, so, but he manages to convince them, say, look, no, we need to, so they basically end up, uh, knocking Fulgrim out. <laughs> they sort of like, right, yeah. they bundle him and <laughs> get on him. Jump, imagine like 50 of them just jumping yeah. on him. Yeah, take yeah. him down. Um, <laughs> so you've got this situation where Bile is basically doing a torture session on you know to remove this mm. demon from from fulgrim um <laughs> and, but then you have this situation where it's all a trick where um lucius is i think he's bowing to uh end up sort of bending yeah. his knee and prostrating himself <laughs> and uh and oh, uh, sorry about that yeah we messed up <laughs> <laughs> yes. and uh and you know basically fulgrim just you know gets out of the the, the shackles that are you know the taking him or sort of holding him down and you've got this situation where this is where fulgrim reveals nope i'm the real fulgrim don't worry i'm not going to punish you for what you've done i'm the real one and then and like you said basically he's used the time where he was possessed to learn warp you know warp magic mm. um and basically like i said he swapped you know uh, places with the demon yeah. and, um mm. and they're sort of i think they're sort of suggesting that the the uh what lucius is seeing 
or the you know the thoughts because he's having dreams which is what's mm. leading him to yeah. suspect fulgrim it's actually the demon talking to him not fulgrim talking yeah. to him yeah um you know and he was deliberately bad at sword play and you know and also yeah. there was talk about yeah. like lack of tradition amongst the emperor's children mm. and he's like no that's all right that's just the way we're going that's just that's deliberate we're not you know we're we're new school emperor's <laughs> children we don't bother with traditions and things like that now get with the no. times man yeah um you gotta be perfect exactly you know <laughs> let's, let's get all this nonsense out um and basically, it turns out he's attacked that Admech world that, we meant, that I mentioned for mm. a crystal to basically build a city of mirrors, yeah. which is all to basically create the city, you know, this city for pleasure and heightened mm. ecstasy. And, you know, it's all about the journey and how you get there and things mm. like that. You know, properly yeah, yeah. getting down the Suneshi route at this really point. Really in there. Yeah. Um, and then he goes deeper. <laughs> yes. Uh which he goes to Perturabo and goes, "Hey, buddy, hey. do you want to go? Do you want to go? Do you want to go find a super weapon with me? <laughs> I yeah. heard about this really cool super weapon." And it's Perturabo who goes, "Oh, weapon? Mm, mm. Yes, good. yeah. <laughs> oh, but by, by, by the way, it, it, it's um, it also um, will stop you having those weird dreams that you're having, Perturabo. Oh, really? Yeah." yeah. Um, you know, you keep dr- you're dreaming about that warp storm. We got to go in there, man. Got to get the yeah, we got to get it sorted. About it. <laughs> but, spo- spoiler alert: This is the um, Angel Exterminatus. <laughs> if, dun, you, uh, dun, dun. If, if you've not read this book, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, what happens next? Uh, so basically, they go into a warp storm. It's like, oh, this is actually an Eldar crone world. Uh, so, an ancient Eldar world. There's a big special point in the center where all the souls are sort of collated and everything and Perturabo's been getting more and more suspicious as they've been going deeper and deeper into this planet it's like this doesn't seem like the place you find the kind of super weapon I would use <laughs> essentially <laughs> um and he you know he's getting tired too poor Perturabo like he's wearing all that armor he's walking a long long way it's a rough time but at least he's got the shiny new cloak that his buddy Fulgrim gave him loves that cloak yep Best buds, got to hang out with your with your with your friendship cloak. Um, they get to the <laughs> Shit, sit- yeah. Oh, yeah. I want one. Yeah, let's, let's get. Let's get. Yeah, um, yeah they, they get to the central chamber of the Crone World, and Fulham's like, "Ah, psych! I pranked you, bro. Uh, you're wearing an artifact that's draining your life force, so I can ascend to demonhood." <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am I was the angel exterminators. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Perturabo is understandably upset. <laughs> yes we'll give him that uh and this is further complicated by the iron hand showing up and going you killed ferris effectively and starting a big fight there as well so it's the iron warriors and the empress children defending against uh the iron hands while per is also going don't trust them god please don't trust them <laughs> um you know, there's a bit of back and forth. Perturabo breaks free. The crystal that's containing all his life force is thrown away. It's thrown back. Um, and it basically ends with Perturabo kills Fulgrim, which is exactly what he wanted. Exactly. Um, it's He needed to be freed of his mortal shell to ascend to demonhood. And we get the new, the brand new Fulgrim that everyone knows and loves. Uh, our lovely snake boy with four arms. Yep. So he can hold all those swords he's been collecting. Which is quite quite amusing <laughs> when we were talking about the lair earlier about their forearms as well. Mm. You know, it's sort of it's kind yeah. of full. He ends up know. looking quite like yeah. them. Which yeah. is quite, you know, ironic. Um, mm. Yeah, so that's, yeah, so basically he's now, he's, as well as being the first Primarch to kill another Primarch, he's also mm. the first one to reach demonhood as well. 
I believe. Yeah. yeah. I think he's the first at this point. Yeah, he so, was. He ascended just before Angron, yes, I think. Yes, exactly. And, he, um, yeah. and now he, he can, and he ends up teleporting the Emperor's children because the, the world is falling mm. apart at this point. Yeah. So he's, yeah. he's, got, you know, he's got powers and <laughs> as well. He can just teleport all of them out <laughs> at the same time. And, oh, yeah. You know, and uh, they end up, all the rest of the Marines end up bailing because, like I said, it's all falling apart. Mm. Yeah, um, all falling apart. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's sort of, that's sort of the main bit before really yeah. the uh, Battle of Terror, um, which mm, mainly which from... hasn't been written yet. No, <laughs> exactly. Well, <laughs> no, exactly. And the, the main sort of the main really thing from the Emperor's Children point of view in Fulgrim mm. is they just end up torturing a lot of the a lot of the Terrans on you know, a lot of the civilians yeah. and people yeah. on there. They just kind they, of their because they have so well, they've so gone down the Sanesh path at that point. It's they're yeah. just you know. It's less. It's less torture, and it's more like this is the most efficient way to make this one drug that we <laughs> need now because we've taken it yeah. so much. We need more, please. Um, yeah, I, I got to say, I'm really looking forward to the next Horus Heresy book, which uh, I think we talked about last episode. Is the um, the boy band road trip? Yeah, slaves to darkness. Yeah, yeah, because the problem there is it's one ship, I think, and it's just it's Fulgrim and Perturabo are both on that ship, and I just. I feel there's going to be a lot of tension. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of, lot of fish shaking. And then, uh, yeah. and then, and then, <laughs> and then Fulgrim's like got four of them shaking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I win. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh God, we're so close to wrapping up the heresy. I know. Of actual books. Like they, they can only drag it out for another 20 or so. Um, well, we're on, we're in the forties now, aren't we? I believe so. I know. I think. I, I feel they're going to drag the actual Siege of Terror out into, like, at least three parts. Yeah, I would but... say so. Because, <laughs> why not? You've got to devote a whole book to Sanguinius dying. Oh, <laughs> I don't want to read that. I'll get upset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they devoted a whole book to Vulcan dying, like, 50 times. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair, fair point, fair point. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so... the only thing after that is uh, he doesn't do anything for 10,000 years except he kills Gilliman. Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, that's the only Within real, a really well written scene. Yeah, read so, Dark Imperium. Exactly. Yeah, when, like <laughs> we said before, in the novel Dark Imperium, you do see the the start of the uh, the novel focuses around uh, Fulgrim taking on uh, Rebute Gilliman, um, mm. and like like Cameron said, it ends up with uh, Rebute getting a uh, wound to the neck from one of the. Well, I think it's the mm. from the. Is it from the? It's ne- from from the anatomy yeah the nurgle sword because it's super poisonous yeah that's right um and obviously you know you know where we are with the dark imperium i mean if you don't yeah go listen to one of our previous episodes which what are you doing why are you doing why are you listening to eighth edition 40k stuff (laughs) and you don't know what's happening in dark (laughs) (laughs) yeah get with the times um you gotta have the basics (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) so um so yeah at the moment from you know current day fulgrim um, he's he's relatively quiet. Like I said he's caused a lot of mm. issues, and you know he causes all these problems, and then he disappears. Yeah. yeah. So um, he's just been resummoned into real space, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We have on him. I got that. He's around. He's around for the um the Great Rift and everything. Yes. And hopefully he will. Like I said he will be the next uh, Primarch miniature. Demon Primarch. That yeah. would be amazing. But, oh god, I wish. But, oh, I can see. It. I mean, it's. I, I'm. I'm looking forward. I hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I think. Well, uh, I know we're going slightly off, but I think it'd be whenever they mm. decide to do um, the Empress Children as a, you know, having their own codex and such like. I think. Yeah, yeah. Which they've never mentioned. I mean, like, so. 
Yeah, I mean, people are basing it more on when the return of Slanesh will be, which, judging by Age of Sigma, should hopefully be this year. Yes. Because they had Korn, a couple, uh, like Korn at the end of the first year of Age of Sigma, then Zinch, and then Nurgle last year at the end of the year. And so hopefully Slanesh to round out the big four mm-hmm. at the end of this year. It'll be good. And then maybe the Great Horned Rat the next year. Yeah. Fingers um, crossed. Fingers crossed. Uh, but hopefully, yeah, when they catch up in Age of Sigma and figure out what the hell they're doing with Slanesh <laughs> and that. Um, which, God, I'm so excited because it's, it's like, it, it was like for two years, it was like Slanesh has been left out of everything. And then Malign Portland started like Slanesh, Slanesh, Slanesh. He's here. He's always here. It's mentioned everywhere. They're teasing he's not us. actually doing anything. Yeah. But he's being talked about all the time. I'm like, please give me more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I require uh. more Slanesh. Uh, <laughs> so yeah so that's um that's fulgrim so you've yeah you know you hopefully Everyone's got a, favorite prime exactly it's hopefully you've got a good insight of uh what's happened what he's done in his past i mean there's a bit bit more to that but that's generally the the main mm. bulk of his uh his background yeah. and like i said i know we've if you've not read either of the his main novels fulgrim or uh, Palatine Phoenix. I know we've <laughs> inadvertently spoiled it by if you've listened to this, but well, it, I mean, we said we were. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, but read them anyway because you know they're still worth reading. I mean, oh, ultimately, really if, especially if you're in from a heresy point of view, you know, there's mm. you you can't avoid a lot of the spoilers because they're you know these books are years old. <laughs> no, Fulgrim is yeah you know, two thousand and nine or something, and everything's. Like kind of been laid out already exactly. way, but even before they were written like we knew how it was gonna end exactly you know you know what's gonna go down it's um yeah <laughs> it's about the journey not the destination <laughs> exactly like, that's the way you gotta look at the heresy <laughs> so yeah no he's 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 a brilliant one to talk about and and he's yeah he's damn interesting so uh so yeah so that's been fulgrim that's been our um main law topic um so yeah we'll wrap up the show now with the, the usual sort of admin because like we said we don't we're not having a discussion topic on uh this particular no, episode but it will be next week gone long enough yeah yeah exactly <laughs> it's, still, it's still a thank you warhammer fest <laughs> with all your mm. goodness um so yeah mm. so thanks very much for listening to this episode um i said we'll just do the usual sort of admin stuff um yeah if we've had a few more itunes reviews since last episode been very greatly appreciated some really nice words said so like i said i know we bleat on about these sort of things and apologize if you get bored of it but uh, but yeah like i said any you know if you're able to spend a few minutes giving us an itunes review you know give us five stars if you feel we deserve it and yeah. and a nice comment you know it just gets more people listening to us you know again if you feel uh people should listen to us we hopefully do um <laughs> you can find uh the show on twitter uh at realm and ruin um that's where a lot of our stuff goes on because me and cameron are both twitter people so uh yeah. you know if you yeah. pictures what we're doing twitter polls and all that sort of stuff so you know feel free to you know, uh, follow us and jump on board, have a chat. Um, Facebook, which unfortunately is not as prominent, it's mainly <laughs> repeats of the Twitter posts. Mm, uh, but you can yeah, find us if yeah. that's uh, what you're into, uh, facebook.com slash realm and ruin. Um, and as always, I'll really push this. If you're able to and would like to, please join us on our Discord server. We've got a few few more new people since last episode, and it's really good. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. there's a few of us in there, and we just, like I said, we've got channel like we said before channels devoted to yeah, 40k yeah. age of sigma 
mainly painting and hobby mm. stuff it's just you know mainly painting and hobby exactly yeah. we just got some really good people in there i mean like sorry breaking yeah news. i was thinking um, i was like i think i think you're either broken um or um <laughs> <laughs> or there's lag or something here but yeah no here what's breaking news? um sun- sunday 2 p.m live blog 22 oh blessed day uh, in February, we revealed Realm Slayer, a brand new audio drama exploring legendary Slayer Gotrek Gurnison's adventures in the Mortal Realms. Ooh. So, uh, Gotrek's coming coming to uh, the Mortal Realms. How do you find the right voice for a character as iconic as Gotrek Gurnison? I don't could know. Possibly do this legendary Slayer justice. None other than Brian Blessed will be lending his booming tones oh, to this upcoming tale, like a match made in heaven. Yeah, like a glove that just um, fits. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, a small clarification: the terrain dice uh, are trackers to make sure that you don't forget what kind of terrain it is. Oh, which is cool. okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, although they have not explained the status counters or the command dice, so still interested to see what those do. Right. So that that's your breaking news. Thank you. That's our reporter Fest. in the field, Cameron. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm back God, to the I studio. Wish I was the reporter in the field. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Yeah. So, so I was just after that. Um, yeah. So, mm. like I said discord server the link will be in the show notes and it's also on our website which is realmandruin.com slash discord like i said it's worth getting involved we have a really good chat we swap advice on you know on hobby Mm. stuff and and lore and recommendations um you know like i said earlier in the start of the show with you know me buying like necrons off off there as well you know there's some really good people you know get just get chatting and you know and and go for it so uh please do um as i mentioned last episode uh there's a few people that want a guest and we've got something we're getting stuff lined up for that so like i said mm-hmm. if you ever felt you wanted to come on the show and just you know talk about like, all the things we like talking about uh, whether it's age sigma or 40k or anything uh, you know just like i said mm. just contact us either on facebook twitter or like i said the contact page on on our website um and lastly uh where people find you on the internet cameron uh, you can find me on Twitter at night underscore twitten. Um, I'm mostly, I don't even know what I mostly do on Twitter anymore. I mean, come, <laughs> come talk to me. It's great. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> right. Um, and myself, you can find me also on Twitter at Ninja Badger seven, the number seven. Um, so yeah, so that's been Realm and Ruin episode six god i can't believe we've done yeah. six well seven technically if you include the, pr- the uh, yeah, prologue one um but that's just uh, a yes that's just a little <laughs> one uh so yeah episode six god we're good it's getting there it's um but no yeah. it's but it's great yeah. though i i so we th- so thoroughly enjoyed doing this so and we will carry on more so um so yeah thanks very much for listening to this episode and we'll catch you soon bye bye bye